0: Beard Bros, Campfire, Fun Fun Time. time. I'm Grant. I'm Tyler. So we're back. This is our second official podcast of the new year, and we're bringing a guest. the first guest of the new year. We have a guest in. His name is Tyler, ironically.
1: at work, he goes by
2: Teletubby. But we're going to keep it short and sweet. Telly, introduce yourself, buddy. So I'm Tyler. I work with uh, the other Tyler. Yeah. And uh, so it's great working with him. Uh, They call me Telly. Short for Teletubby, so I'm here joining these guys today. It's an adorable nickname. It suits me just perfectly. Fred came up with that stuff. So,
0: so uh, right before we get into it, we'll 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 just remind our listeners we do our normal kind of opening thing. We appreciate you guys tuning in again. You know, uh, follow the Facebook page uh, Beard Bros Campfire Fun Time for all the updates and all that. Uh, Like us. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Give us five stars. Let us know how we're doing. Um, but we're going to go right into it. So uh, I guess, first off, um, you mentioned that Missouri is not your original home state.
2: Where are you from, boy? So I'm originally from Wyoming. Uh, oh, awesome. Yeah, so I was not born and raised in Wyoming. I was born in Nebraska. And then I lived in Wyoming for a couple of years, and then I was in, like, South Carolina for a couple of more years. And then I finally, like, moved back to Wyoming, and that's where I stayed, and I was, like, eight.
0: <coughs> nice. And that's where
2: I stayed since uh, last year, since my 20th, 21st birthday. So. Got a
1: youngin' right here. Yeah. So
0: is there a reason for all of the moves, if you don't mind me asking?
2: Well, it, it's, it was with my mom. She uh, she couldn't find work, really, all that gotcha. well. At Wyoming, it's... In order it's to spread out, isn't right? It? Yeah, yeah, there's only five hundred thousand yeah, people. What,
1: a farmer, or you know, that's about it. A <laughs> so, rancher. So a rancher, your, right. your
2: job, your job opportunities <laughs> in a town is either you work at McDonald's. Yeah. Okay, you're a teenager, mm-hmm. or you're a 38 year old that works at McDonald's who lives in his mom's basement. Mm. Yeah. Or any fast food restaurant. So that's you just option kind of work one. up
0: the corporate right, ladder right, somewhere.
2: Right. At, that's option one, or you could be a rancher. Okay, you can go out and be owned by a ranch. Okay, it's 12 o'clock at night there's 12 foot of snow we're yeah, you're guess, still working guess what you're coming out yeah. you're working you know but hey that's that's thirty five hundred dollars a month
0: yeah i'm i mean but you don't
2: ever get to spend it
0: that's that's another thing that uh you know with some of those opportunities that you're like it sounds like a dream and then you you you, you don't realize oh, yeah. what it takes yeah. you know to do that and that's something i never thought about at first when it comes to ranching like these guys that own you know thousands and thousands of acres right in montana or something it's oh, yeah, like it's crazy it's a lot of they upkeep need too. that's the, that's the thing it's not just like you can't just live there and do nothing with your property or animals i mean you can but that's neglect it'll you get know?
1: overgrown you'll have yeah. more problems so,
0: with right. how many else? employees per se does it take you know to run a ranch well, that's like a thousand plus acres
2: so Honestly, I, saw, I started doing a lot of ranching when I turned, like, 16. You know, I was, like, 15, 16 years old. I started into the ranching stuff, and uh, I had a blast. I started working for this place called a cell barn. It was Wyoming's largest cell barn in the state. And so I worked there for four years, almost five, until I at least turned 20. Got
1: Would you put, like, sale prices on, like, sheep or something? Or no. Uh, what that work? what like,
2: my job was is I would... I started off in this area we called Shit Alley. Okay, mm-hmm. We called it Shit Alley because especially during the wintertime, it got it super crappy and soupy mm-hmm. over there. It was
0: horrible. It was kind of scrape and shovel.
2: Yeah. Well, so Shit Alley was where I would work the cattle. I, there was like four pens, and we had to bring up crew. They would bring up cattle, and then I would put them in these four pens and move them down the line into Sorting Alley. And Sorting Alley will sort them out by sex, size, and color, and gotcha. weight. yeah. And then they'll go off to the auction. Yeah. That was my job for like a year and a half. And then I got moved up to Pablo's crew. So now I'm after the sorting guys. I'm actually controlling how fast the sale goes. So I need gotcha. to sell yeah, like yeah. two to 300 head an hour. Yeah. And it's a two man job. Constantly passing Basically, livestock through. Yeah, keep them yeah. moving. Just, keep yeah. it moving. It's a two man job on that crew.
0: So and, is this, sorry to interrupt, but is this yeah. set up kind of like a horseshoe with a circle yeah. pin at the end where they yep. move them? Circle pin, they're like, blah, 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 blah. sold, right and they move and them move, on, move, move the next Right one. on, yeah. right
2: on to the next one. And then, yeah, it's just going around all day. I did that for four years man it was crazy
0: there's so much money being passed in those places i watched
2: i watched a bull a one-year-old bull that weighed i don't know about 1500 pounds yeah Okay, he went for $14,000. Yeah. He was, the, he was yeah. the lowest priced bull.
0: Well, I mean, if you think about it, how yeah, many? what's yeah. the stud price of him, and how many times is he yeah, going to exactly, stud exactly. out? Exactly, exactly. And that the size, that's an for especially sure. for certain genes and coloration, size, and weight, yeah. they're going to snatch those up and breed him for the next you know, five I, years. Or I whatever. think
2: the most expensive bull was a Black Angus one-year yeah. bull, about the same weight. Dude went for 45 grand. That's crazy.
0: And if you think about it, you know, yeah. a, again, if you breed that, that's certified black Angus from right, a, you, get you know, up. a dominant yeah. breed that's massive. That particular father is really heavy. You know it's all of its offspring are going to be really, right. really heavy. Right. And,
1: and people aren't going to stop eating beef anytime soon, no, I don't no. think. No, so. Not in <laughs> America.
0: You tell that to Texas. Yeah, you yeah. Know will happen. stop eating
2: beef when
1: it grows on trees, right? Yeah. <laughs> or whatever the scientists and they yeah, say they can yeah, recreate yeah. P- uh, chemically yeah. lab created.
0: I don't want meat. meat that grows in a petri dish. I want meat that grows on bone. Yeah, that that's exactly that's, that's that's what and I see. Want. That
2: that's another problem I'm having here in Missouri. Is like when I was in Wyoming, I literally went from field to table. Yeah, for you sure. Know, yeah, if I didn't get a deer that year, I was going to go hungry. Mm-hmm. So I had to get food somewhere else. Like right. I never bought meat out of the grocery store, and then I got here, and I'm like, I can't. It's hunt.
0: It's very tricky like yeah and that's something that we we talk about often here is places especially early on you know certain conservation areas that i myself i cycle through um and depending on what i'm hunting i'll go to different places around here but unbelievably this information is not as public as you would think it i mean it is public but But you have to search for it right that we i can't believe and until i started searching i couldn't believe how many conservation areas are within like 60 miles of us here. We have like dozens and dozens. So I was the same feeling that you had. I was like, I don't own land. I don't have any friends that really own land. I have a couple, but I'm not going to hound them because they have family that are also hunting. I know their acreage and already, you know, four or five people hunting, that's already overkill for their acreage. I'm not going to butt in. But like I started looking at conservation areas and stuff because of, people like Steven Ranella from Meat Eater um you know like talking about being a public landowner we're all public yeah. landowners you whether you know it or not your money you know you, your father's money his father's money and down has paid for and secured all this hunting land in Missouri has so much of it it's crazy maybe not in certain pockets you yeah. know if, if you're sometimes, up by St yeah, Louis sometimes yeah i've seen a something. couple of them
1: where they're just like uh, you know cool river
0: stream or something hike maybe a trail 5 10
1: mile you know yeah. But yeah, some of them, man, a lot of them hundreds a
2: lot of, of acres. acres. Yeah, Hundreds of acres. A lot of acres. Yeah, my aunt, she's got 60, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that. And that's 30, great. 30 or 60 acres yeah. right now up in Iangua, dude. Yeah. I, I went out there to go hunting. That's
0: some really good, cheap land, Yeah, too.
2: yeah. And see, she's got a lot of acorns and walnuts out mm-hmm. there and stuff like that. So I went out there to go hunting, and I wasn't successful, but I was able to see stuff. Yeah. I just... I, I don't know. I just—it's not like Wyoming, dude.
0: Well, for sure. I mean, it, especially so you know, hunt. it's so spread out. There's more nature. Yeah. Like whereas we're in the middle of nature here in Southwest Missouri, it's like we didn't necessarily tear down nature. We just kind of grew, grew in it. Into it, yep. yeah. See, whereas Wyoming, the animals are kind of here, but not really. Right.
2: What I what I couldn't understand and like. I'm not used to close range shooting with deer like here you would have probably better luck as an archery. Um yeah within you know? within yeah. 50 to 100 yards. I was right. Right. Most, most, most of your shots in are Wyoming, under 100 yards. In so Wyoming there. you're taking you know 2 300 yeah. yard shots man. Yeah. So that's why it bought me a 6.5 Creedmoor. Like, yeah. Because you're thinking that yeah. you're going to shoot, you know, Miles. out to a thousand yards. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. Yeah. Not and even a problem. 1,400, well, even. Yeah. There was a guy, there was a guy in Torrenton, the town I lived in for like five years out of the four years that I was working cattle and shit and doing all that great stuff. Uh, yeah, I actually went out and did coyote hunting and a lot of coon hunting. Yeah, that's fun. I made like $10 a coon, dude. Yep. That's and not that, bad. Yeah, and they I are would pull thirty to sixty dollars a night. That's not bad. They are yeah.
0: expanding, by the way, the uh I saw this, they're expanding like the trapping seasons and some of the hunting yep. seasons here in Missouri, which is awesome. Yep. I've always said that you know, I'm all about conservation and the right numbers, but we know the amount of deer we have here and the normal As a hunter, that's three weeks of hunting. Yeah that you get a year.
3: Sometimes and not enough.
0: If you don't have more than one gun you're not going to be able to hunt in these three weeks. You get one week. So you have to have, like, a pistol yeah. and a rifle, and if you want to increase your chances, archery, archery. as well. Right. Or muzzle loader, crossbow, you know, something so along wait, those lines. So what you're
2: saying is down here you guys actually have a lot more seasons for different types of hunting.
0: It's unbelievably awesome, but I wish they were expanded Limited to on the what front you use. in the end like a so week. So, like, you
2: have an archery season and mm-hmm. then you have okay. a rifle season you and then we, have, a, a pistol we season? have an
0: alternative season which means oh. if it's labeled as a pistol quote as you know the atf's terms are very loose well they tried to make it all weird but because of their rhetoric and their grammar and their lack of knowledge we've worked around so an ar-15 can be a pistol yeah. you know a 6.5 creedmoor can be a pistol i
2: yeah. thought alternative meant like um you know like how some people do like a javelin spears,
0: spears. and adaladals yeah. absolutely yeah. and yeah. it does Stuff like that, that. Is, that would be included and like, an alternative it is, like? it, it, I it that is was included yeah. muzzle loader season is also in that as well yeah, yeah. so there are seasons for people including felons that can't own firearms, firearms they use. can own a muzzle loader right. and a crossbow or something along right. those lines so that's the so season so they have a fighting they, chance too yes yeah.
2: and in Wyoming that was just incorporated if, yeah. if you were a felon you could not own a gun so if you had a fire, if you had a black powder rifle you were totally fine so like if it was rifle season, you have a black powder rifle, yeah. go rifle hunting. Yeah, you know.
0: And so I, at twelve, I got certified by the NRA's uh, black powder rifle marksman. You know, with Royal Rangers. I love that time. class. It was, it was so much dude, fun. That it was amazing. Sounds cool. great. Right? Yeah,
1: your reload time was terrible. But and we it, shot everything. You wanted to be more accurate on your shooting, hundred oh, yeah. percent, because you're like, oh, well, I the whole
0: experience. This. It's fun. Yeah. The smell, the feel, the recoil it apart, is totally it different. Oh yeah, but. What,
2: I'm not touching black powder ever again. What uh, I learned
0: back then was, you know, the weights and everything was so, like, the measurements have to be exact and very, very oh, yeah, tight yeah. and clean. Well, now, muzzle loaders, you would think, well, why would you want to own one? Well, you know, for fun, for, un, for an, an alternative. Historical purposes. But they have cartridges now oh, really? that are plastic shells that you pre-fill hmm. your powder, your, your wad, your shot right on top. You crank it in, and you can have these pre made on your belt like a speed loader. That's cool. And you can load that them saves right you in. 60 boom. Seconds, it saves that. you that's, a you know, lot. Yeah, no, that's it good. saves you a lot. So it makes <laughs> at least hunting a deer more feasible. That's, yeah. that's more, not for target yeah, shooting. Yeah, I think I would for... still do it normal, right. one at a time, swab the barrel, do all that. Clean the action Repeat I mean
2: I knew, I knew a guy Who was like Severely into hunting And he went and Hunt with the Atlas And stuff Yeah, and he hunted With spears Like yeah. he's, he's Cold like, steel spears And yeah, stuff Yeah he looked at us And he's like Look, Dude seriously They're legit And he goes, I'm, and he goes I, I can't hunt With a rifle anymore It's not fun it's, Yeah there's it's a weird to, yeah, Primal like, connection like That so you get Yeah I have to You know Do it completely With primal and all yeah. That's crazy I mean,
1: especially if you train with that, I think. Oh, why yeah. not? You yeah. know, you can craft a spear from pretty a, much anything in the wild. A survival so why to not? Have.
0: But what I'm saying is uh, the company <laughs> Cold Steel has been around for decades and decades. And yeah. They manufacture every kind of size, shape, and weight bladed object. That's how generic I have to be because it literally goes from flails, maces, swords, pocket knives, spears, you know, adela, They have everything, blow guns and it's all like real professional hunting quality. Mm. So if you go on, they're very affordable. You can get right. a straight up like eight inch bore spear tip that you mount on like a hickory pole or oak pole or something that's like seven, eight foot long or six foot and you stand in a tree and depending on your state, regulations you will a food plot if, or something, if maybe. you're allowed to bait in wild hogs or something, you could throw some corn down and guess what? Them hogs run right under you and you Drop with a little pressure, and that eight-inch Which spear goes the, through them. That's physics at and the finest. You can <laughs> find that uh, I think his yeah, name's exactly. Tim Horton, the bow hunter. That it's also spear hunter. He he's all over YouTube. He's been around for a famous hunter. He's primitive. This guy's taking like 170 yard shots on his bow with on a warthog, yeah. and like you see it go. Th- that's crazy. It's insane. But he'll wade up in trees too and he primitive hunts. Dude, that's and he crazy Dude, gazelle, antelope, you bear. He's hunted if you it all. He's missed off, off a bear, yeah. good luck. And he's got a I spear, <laughs> dude. He's not holding a gun. Dude, oh my God. He's got God. a spear. So like uh, the courage of that like guy. guy. You know, I, I I think his name's Tim Horton, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Look him up on YouTube. Familiar. He's the guy that's like, I'm just glassing. I'm just glassing. I was on the range and I I was out there. He's he's all excited. He's, yeah. like, freaking out. He's hyperventilating. I'm just glassing. I got my binoculars out there. Oh, my gosh. I saw this bear. He's about two miles across the ridge. I got my bomb. I was just glassing. And finally, he stood up. I shot him. He just laid right down. I just glassed. He's, you know, he gets so excited. He's literally like a child whenever he sees this. But, dude, you got to respect, you know, it throws literally the whole vegan argument out. Well, you're not even facing animals that could... Fight back with with your fists and stuff. Well, first of all, I'm not going to fist fight a bear. No one's gonna. No. Yeah,
1: no one's gonna Mike Tyson punch and out and, uh, yeah. a bear. Here. And
0: if a bear is going to be taken out because we issue tags now in Missouri, what's the most effective way for killing a bear? Well, obviously a rifle, right? right. So I would say hand grenades, the, but you know, What's the t- scariest <laughs> but effective way to to fight a bear? With a spear or something yeah. really big and yeah, heavy. Yeah, let's just
2: let's just go cave you know? style yeah. this bear,
0: dude. It's it's a whole nother no kind of human that that you know decides to just sign up for something like it's Like you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna use my bear tag, but alternative <laughs> methods this year. I'm gonna. I've got a
2: slingshot.
1: I'm gonna try yeah. that in marbles.
2: I just got a new insurance <laughs> plan. Let's bring it.
0: <laughs> I watched him kill a a black bear with a blowgun too. Holy cow! Yeah. Was it poisoned? No, it's just a real, like, what are they like a three fifty seven caliber, and they have a sixty five caliber. Oh, so they expand uh, on hit or whatever. Well, no, that he has a variety of sizes for speeds uh, and weights, right? So for certain games, I've watched him kill. I wouldn't think that would go through like the
1: flesh and the blubber. Like four to
0: six inch broadhead darts. Interesting. With the actual broadhead is like an inch and a half, and they are razors. Hmm. And he, you know, and that thing goes down a six foot, sometimes an eight foot blowgun gets enough speed and it just goes right in. And you see the bear kind of jump and twitch, and it goes right in just far enough to go through the heart or something. And Jeez. it's, oh my God, it's impressive. You know, yeah, you're like, crazy. this. And there it, are I mean people with, that even with entry level blow guns, good enough
1: It's easy to get accurate with it. You because it's so it's close to your eyesight. So it's yeah. you know it's a really, point shooting. But if breath you have a yeah, six or eight foot long one, man, I can't that's I bet be you can really rain. have good velocity coming out of that thing. As a matter of
0: fact, you can get the same blowgun on uh, on Amazon. It's by Cold Steel. It's the like official it's like Slockmaster Professional Series. It's like fifty-nine or sixty-nine bucks. And Is it's, it? I've got $100 ta- a hundred-dollar gift card. I almost hole spin in it my pocket for squirrels and stuff <laughs> in your backyard. I'm not even kidding. And you can get, you know, like the two-foot extension spot. and stuff.
1: It's so much fun. What's
0: it called? What was the I think, brand of? It, I you think said? it's the it's Cold, Cold steel, steel Professional Cold model. Steel you want to get the professional one is what I've heard from the reviews like they say that the professionals a thicker walled better uh, better pressure so whenever you blow it's like a full efficient blow gun whereas there might be leaks and gaps and not as much uh, air tight fit for the projectile of the other ones
1: yeah they got some good ones and And it's only 50 bucks
0: and if you get the cold steel darts for it and you can get a variety of projectiles Rated. A variety. Just amazing. Includes Blunt darts. tips for birds, so if you want to just knock them yeah. down. Okay, so they got the you, 357 you do all sorts Magnum. Of it's amazing. I would get the larger 625 caliber. 6.25 and then yes. two-piece. The 6.25 caliber. That's the one you're going to want because it'll let you hunt like varmints oh. and technically large game if you're that bad boy. adept enough.
2: Dude, that looks
0: painful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's
1: pretty meaty. That's pretty cool. And that
0: is not a toy. <laughs> like no, that is no, a. No, that's not your dollar store no, issue. No, no, no. no. That's right there, that is a hunting. I wonder. Gun. I yeah. wonder.
2: Would you be able to put a sticky dart in that? Like, wh- like. I
0: mean, it depends. It has to just fit, and it yeah. needs to weigh the correct Wait. you know amount for the breath. I'm pretty
2: and sure. The, I'm pretty sure it wouldn't work then because it sounds.
0: I think what makes about. that one the best is the velocity. Is probably like are indeed real well with the length of the barrel and the size in the to projectiles. The yeah, yes. so you see if it they is. had
1: any like actual physical stats on it, but they're kind of a little vague. About Just it. go
0: on YouTube and you can watch him take down animals with that same blow, blow yeah. gun, dude. It is crazy. You're like, well, he shouldn't be able to do this. He's sitting in front of like a trash heap on his butt. And less than 15 yards away, this black bear walks up and starts getting heated. And you're like, oh my gosh, dude, the bear gets like 15 <laughs> yards from him. That is like, that.
2: It's crazy. Dude. dude, that is crazy. But anyways, back to why I came from Wyoming. Yes, though. yes. Yeah. How
0: um, and why, why you ended up in Missouri eventually. So... Because we're not exactly the first choice right, for people. Right, for yeah. no,
2: no. So when you run out of work in a town, you got to travel like 30, 40 miles just to go to get find another job. Else. Yeah. you got to travel across Wyoming to find a job. That's why I moved around Wyoming a lot.
0: So is the is the competition for those jobs extremely yeah, high too? Yeah, yeah it's that's extremely what I figured.
2: high. You, you might have like five positions where you got like ten guys that are applying. you got five yeah. guys that are probably better than you. you got another five guys yeah. that you're better than, you know. It 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 doesn't add up right, and then if you get fired in a town, good luck. To yeah, the whole name job. The goes she, around. Yeah, yeah, because see, in this in the state of Wyoming, it's got the right to work. So if yep. I show up to work and my boss doesn't like me, but he notices yeah, he can, that I he have something wrong for a no, uniform, no reason. Yeah, he could be like, "You're fired." doesn't even have to say why yeah. on my resume. Yeah. And then if they're asked about it, he doesn't have to tell them. The there's thing he can say there's always you know
0: pros and cons not. with that. Yeah. And I hate how they pork barrel into that because that started off as a good thing yeah, to thing. relinquish control of unions of our workforce right. and the connection of unions with the state and the government because they were getting all the good jobs, the good pay, the benefits, and they were mistreating their union workers. Right. And the union workers were getting their benefits stripped, you know, right. and jobs were vanishing, but they had to keep abiding by the union rules. And it ends up, you know, ruining it because politicians pork-barreled a bunch of crap and now they are allowed to fire you without right, cause that, at all.
2: That's why Wyoming is not a union state, mm-hmm. you know. so And I found that out because I tried to get into a union. Yeah. But I didn't work out. I didn't have much money. Yeah. Especially up
0: there, money. if they're not a union. They're not literally not going to have any yeah. jobs for you.
2: So, anyways, I was working with a roadside construction crew. For six months, and I got to travel all of Wyoming in six months. Nice. That's just to show how small Wyoming is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I even went to a town called Bags, Wyoming, dude. At a oh, Bags. Store. Oh, bad. Think Oops. about If you was lived in Was that like 1,300 bags. people? <laughs> no. Five, five bags grand? has like 200 people. Ah, uh, even smaller. It's, it's about 10 minutes, 20 minutes away from Craig, Colorado.
0: Like a halfway Missouri. Yeah, yeah dude. Where it's sucked. real small. There was like no service.
2: But anyways, I got laid off after about six, seven months. I got laid off. And I had like three grand in my name. I rented out an apartment with my buddy. And we didn't become best friends after that. You know, kind of <laughs> tore each other up. And then... uh Moved back with my mom again, you know, and I was like, Ma, I said, I, I got to get me an actual career because I went to welding school for, mm-hmm. you know, a year. I was like, I got to do something with that before they start charging me and I ain't got nothing to show for yeah. It, you know? <laughs> <She's> like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She goes, Well, she goes, Your aunt just moved to Missouri. And I'm like, Well, what's so great about Missouri? And she goes, Well, there's a lot of steel. It's cheap and lots of jobs. And she goes, Yeah, it's a big, it's not a huge city. Mm-hmm. She goes, But uh, your aunt's there and you can live with your aunt. And I'm like, mm, Okay, like, why the hell not? You know? So I started applying for jobs and I, I was going to, I was supposed to work for uh, Bass Pro Shop for Tracker. Oh. And, yeah. yeah, so. Welding aluminum,
0: welding boats, welding
2: well, no, up no, boats, but that that whatever. didn't work out. Yeah. Uh, I guess I failed their test, and then I went to
0: aluminum is very hard for the people who well, don't think fast that it's easy, fast and hot kind of stuff,
2: and it's easy really to fast. contaminate
1: a really good weld, and the whole thing just cracks in on you. Well,
2: when I came I came in for the test, their their shop was. I mean you think Merle's dirty. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh,
0: I couldn't imagine. I've heard lots of it, horror stories from yeah, tracks. I've
2: heard exactly the same thing. Yeah. Anyways, I got in there and they were showing me the assembly line and I was like, Well what about the welding site? And they're like, Well, what do you apply for? And I said, I want I want to be a welder. Like, oh well, I don't even think we have a welding position open. I said then why the why in the hell am I here? Yeah. And so, so they're I sat, just trying so to fill yeah, seats. Basically. Yeah. So I right. sat there for like I don't know, like an hour and a half waiting to get a weld test done. I went to go take the weld test dude like was like this is what I want you to do you got 20 minutes and then he like disappeared and I was like okay you know kind of did my thing comes back he goes okay well we'll talk about it and I sat in the waiting room for another hour and a half and the lady comes out and goes well we don't have a welding position and I was like okay and she goes but we do have an assembly position do you want to work there and I'm like well like what what can I do she goes well you can eventually climb up and be a welder and I was like yeah no yeah, yeah. How, how many years would that take? And, and you're not yeah, guaranteed that, exactly. Yeah, they're not gonna move you. I <laughs> mean, positive note. Mm-hmm. As soon as I moved here, I had job applications calling me up and having interviews. So that was a positive note. Yeah. And then I got uh, hired on with uh, Lauren Cook. Not a really bad area. They are part of a union. They do a lot of stainless, but they do a lot of stainless and. Is it like fat? fans and H
0: turbines fan. and stuff? Huge like turbines, weld and the like, four G yeah. and stuff.
2: Yeah. I want to say they're the biggest distributor yeah. of gigantic yeah. Yeah. industrial fans, fans, fans yeah. and and air moving products. Yeah. So yeah, I was building. I was working there. I only worked there for I, I think a month.
1: I heard it's hard to work there. All the reviews and stuff, they're like,
2: all the bosses don't give a crap about
1: you, and they expect so much. And if you're not, you know, if you don't push out this amount of stuff. It's dangerous there,
2: too. It's it's extremely dangerous. They have the floor, the floor is nothing but stainless steel. And then they got tables that are made of iron, right? And the tables are all just covered in weld spatter and shit like that. And it's super fucking uneven. Mm -hmm. It just looks like something straight out of a high school. Yeah. (laughs) And. Uh, they want everything to be level. And I'm like, how do you level something on an unlevel table in the first place? And then so they made me want to cut shit with a plasma torch. And so the plasma wasn't going to reach all the way with the ground to the table. Oh, yeah. And so this dude looked at me and goes, what are you doing? Just fucking throw it on the ground. I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, throw it on the ground. Go start fucking cutting shit. Yikes. I'm like, So they're
1: arcing <clears> all <throat> over yikes. underneath. Oh, yeah, that right whole good. floor is, is live. And and if you have a piece yeah, of steel yeah, that's not, not boot.
2: Good. You got a piece of steel in your boot, and you got steel toes on man. You can, you, you're going to get fried. Yeah, that's no good. <laughs> Especially with a plasma torch, dude. They wanted yeah. me to cut 16-gauge That's so much electric. 16-gauge steel. Yeah. Okay, I had 16-gauge steel, and then I had uh, an eighth st- uh, thickness of steel, right? They were like put together. It was supposed to be for a housing for a motor housing, and it was like the stiffeners and shit. And it was yeah. all like a 30 seconds to a qu- – uh, like not even a quarter. Like a 30 seconds to a 16th of an inch off, which was like way out of HVAC standards. And they wanted me to cut that apart with a plasma cutter.
1: Well, I mean, it is possible. Man, it is. That's a very good touch. Long... And, yeah, I mean, that's, per- that's perfect. You're you can not, You, you can do it up. with
2: a plasma torch. You can. You just got to have a, a cutting. You got to have the right tip for it, you yeah. know. You got to have the right settings. You can do it. But they had just a regular straight tip that you could probably cut up to, like, a freaking three-quarter inch plate to yeah. stay with. So it's just—it's just not good for that fine tip, yeah. Spraying yeah, And cup. melting, and exactly.
1: it's super yeah. Just turning it to soup yeah. real quick, yeah. yeah. That's no fun. Yeah. no. It's not shooting. And then,
2: <laughs> and then they're like, "If you if you damage the metal behind it, you're fired," or something. I was like, "Well, that as well fire me." Yeah. Yeah, I costed them a lot of money. I had two pallets. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I had I had two pallets of uh, housing units. About fourteen of them on each pallet go to waste. They had Yikes. to absolutely scrap them because they were on beyond repair. <laughs> that's a lot of money for Well, that's one reason that you got fired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just costed so. the
1: company about four grand, you know, so <laughs> no, get oh, out no, the door. It was a lot than, more than
2: know. that. I mean it was it was polished stainless steel in oh, yeah. a ten gauge and sixteen gauge, you know, sheets. Yeah. It was super expensive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I got on with Merle Steel and I was able to eventually uh, move out of my aunt's place. Me and my aunt, we we are okay. I, I like being with my aunt, and just I really didn't want to live with another adult that had to babysit me. Yeah, you know, kind of thing. I just I wanted to be my own adult, and now I'm finally making it, and I'm doing great. There you yeah. go, nice. So,
0: so you didn't like your situation, and yeah. you changed it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I didn't. weird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you applied yourself, I, and I you worked the, through I, it, and you got my to a better situation.
2: My mom likes to say I grew the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You know. Do we, do we
1: want to talk about the dude that almost lost a finger <laughs> at
2: work the other oh day? Oh my god, that Whoa. guy. That guy. Okay, I love him so much. He's an awesome kid. He's kind of an idiot though. He's a he's a dumbass. Just no common sense. He he's he worked at Amazon though. So packing mean, boxes. Packing boxes. He's yeah. never once again. We got somebody that's never been in a shop. I've never been in a steel shop in my life, okay? But I have been around some dangerous crap, so I'm like, keep your head on your shoulders. You gotta don't, be aware. Yeah, you don't stick you your fingers right. where you want to stick your pecker, you know? You gotta just And attention. I mean,
1: there's there's tons and tons of but swinging steel above your head sometimes all over the place. You have to look all over. I, I told him, the worst at all times.
2: I told him, I said, dude, if you have any questions, don't feel like an asshole and ask, you know, like, ask somebody. And... James Peepaw, the guy I like a lot, you know, yeah. he he told me, he goes, the only way I'll get mad at you is if you ask me a stupid question. And I said, Peepaw, there's no such thing as a stupid question. He goes, yes, it is. It's a question that you can answer. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you can answer that question yourself, do not ask me that question.
0: Yeah. there should be a filter. <laughs> right. You need to have a filter. Everyone needs a filter. Yeah. That's it. Right. That goes in every job, too. The, and it seems like those new new hires are people that have never worked in the industry at all you always got to coach them because they're always like hey uh is it okay if i use the bathroom
1: like, just, go, go. just go
0: go yeah, yeah. go yeah. what are you doing <laughs> go why are you talking to me I, yeah
2: yeah i'm exactly in the same boat i mean i was pretty new and coming coming on the day shift dude i hated people on day shift man yeah day, shift's terrible. day shift is terrible Like, they were like, all right, this is what you're going to do. And then they were totally doubting my skill level. I mean, they did have full um, FlexCore certifications in all positions up to three quarter, you know, which is a pretty nice, you know, set of certifications. And I actually went back to college because of the fact that I wanted to have confidence in telling an employer that I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah, that says a lot. That says that I took my time, my money. To spend on my career That's something I want to do
0: And it's something that's not required by a lot right. of places It's not required and
2: un- Unfortunately you are, you in could,
1: today though like Wherever shop you go to They're going to be like I don't care what certs you have, yeah, it you get, have get over here it and prove to well me test always. Do I, it right what, now
2: see, it's yeah. What makes sense is that they're like Okay if you have these certifications Okay then please take these tests And we'll see what you are still certified in yeah. And whatever you pass is what you get And whatever you don't pass is what you don't get That's simple that's not how Merrill was. It was, we don't give a shit what you got. You got to start from the very bottom. Yeah. So all these dudes coming in that's been doing this for like 20, 30 years, mm-hmm. right, they come in and they're just getting treated like babies. They're yeah. like, hey, no, you're, you're going to start off in the flat position again. It's like, dude, I've been welding overhead for like 10, 20 years. That's what people was doing. Yeah. And see, welding that's a, stuff. That's yeah, a, in a poor
0: execution of management because that they have the right idea, but they're executing it. Poorly. right the right idea is to shatter egos from the beginning we're all the same you're all i don't care where you came from yeah. or where you say what you say you've done i want you to prove your worth and that's where they they mess up because they need to then Incentivize and reward good work and good behavior and skill and expertise. Yeah. And what they do at in Merrill Westa, is instead of
3: kick you
1: out to the wolves. Yes. Good luck and yeah. don't ask me questions. Leave me alone. You got this. Line. Good luck.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got this. <laughs> That's a fine line of you know sink where or swim. Their management and employees are yeah. are not getting along. I could see that. Oh, being absolutely bad problem. And we but, see
1: so many brand new welders that'll come in. You know, work a little bit and then just I hate this. Get out. Yeah. Like, yeah, you might not be up for it, but, I mean, you got to show promise or else the managers will just overlook you like nothing and then treat you like crap and make you do all kinds of junk.
2: Yeah, the only reason why I'm pretty decently well-known is because I do a lot of shit that nobody else wants to do. I go back and I grind all the time.
1: Yeah, they they pull him all the time. I, mean, yeah. I kind of feel
2: bad because I mean they they run him through what, the ringer every now and then. Yeah. But. What what? And the thing is, is I just keep getting back up, keep coming back. Yeah. And that I and keep showing up. That's what pisses them off. No, I- yeah. have, And they, I they, tell they tell don't you. like that. I've literally done that at a job in a yep. kitchen, man.
0: I was I'm not gonna say the place or the people because right, we've we've moved on since then, and I've recouped. I've forgiven and they've forgiven you know we're fine now however i was kitchen manager this one place and they didn't want to say you're fired to me so you know what they did they took the kitchen manager me off the schedule so this kitchen was just without a kitchen manager they were going to skirt and have other people order stuff so you know what i did i showed up and i worked 56 hours that week without being on the schedule yes so then i I hear mumbling and talk in the office and I, you know, word spread and they're like, why is he here? You know, I can't believe all my employees though. were like, dude, Fucking bravo, you are bravo. showing them that they can't, they need to man up and do the right thing or not. Yeah. That's, so they just can't just treat the you like that. Way and out. I lasted right. like another two months in that condition where I was just showing up and working 50, 60 hours a week, every week. on my own I would just stay to whenever the kitchen was handled and then I would leave and continue doing my duties regardless of someone putting my name in and this is in any industry job whether it's welding food service or whatever you're doing retail it doesn't matter you know sales if you do your job plus a little extra every day when and if you mess up in the future they have a harder time being yeah. mean to you because they're like, well, this guy works hard and he shows up on time it always. makes it harder he for the works you're, extra. You're no
2: longer a liability. Yeah. You're, right. you're
0: an, you're an asset, right?
1: And if you've proven right. that you're versatile and can yeah. do multiple things that, you know, like, it's hey, this like, guy's yeah. gone today, but it's you kind can of, fill it's in, like boom, the whole, jump over there.
2: Yeah. It's kind of like the whole Caesar trying to execute somebody he hates, but the whole crowd ends up loving him. Yeah. You can't kill him because if you kill yeah. him, the crowd right. gets pissed, so... Yeah. Yeah, you know. and
0: in, in kitchens, we used to call that a running man, which is someone that can do every position. It doesn't mean, like, throw them on dish pit real quick, I, hey, jump on the line, do this. It's just someone that works hard, basically. I
2: can't do fast food. I can't do food industry, no. dude. Yeah, i into it. I don't like industry. fast Luckily, food. I don't do fast I, food to or
0: short order. I had to get out of that stuff.
2: The last food job I ever worked was at a nursing home, okay? I just remind you, I've seen a lot of really gross stuff in my life. Yeah, those are okay. rough. Working with, mm. with cattle just alone. Okay, I've seen gross stuff. I'm not even really going to go into details. Stuff, stuff you don't want to see. Stuff you shouldn't see at that age, <laughs> I have seen, right? But I went to a nursing home because my mom was like, look, you got to pay for college. You can't go to the cell barn and work college because I was working 24 hours at the cell barn three days a week. Yeah. It'll
0: take up all your time.
2: Right. So I stopped working there, and I, my mom's like, they're doing $10 an hour. And I'm like, all right, $10 an hour to serve old people food. I said, I don't have to clean up after them, right? And she goes, all you got to do is serve them the food, pick up the dishes. And what kind of food are we back. talking? Like
1: pudding and prunes? Hospital you what
2: know kind of I mean food. Yeah. Not really a hospital. It, actually, it was pretty good stuff. There were some, some pretty good dishes that was there. It was all made, hence, like, you know, scratch. From scratch, a lot of it was. Yeah, yeah. And then there were some things that was store-bought. But a lot, a lot of things were also bought from a catering business as well that did a lot of their cakes okay. and pies and stuff. Yeah. Of course, there was medications added to things for certain people. There was diets that <laughs> yeah. were dosing so, these old all, people. All they, liquids, yeah, right? There was they, the nurses had to deal with all that. All I had to need, all mm-hmm. I needed to do was make sure that this resident got the right tray and that the nurse yeah, yeah. was doing what the nurse was needing to do with medications. So, like, yeah. if they were like, "Hey, I need." This applesauce for this medication, I would go get the applesauce and give it to the nurse, and she could do what she needs to do, mm-hmm. you know. So I was part of the team. My mom worked there, so my mom was a CNA, and my mom's been doing that for now, like, 22 years. Yeah, that's going a rough job. Going on 23 years, she's been draw. doing it. And so uh, <laughs> we were sitting there, and I, I tell you what, dude, when I have the weakest stomach when it comes to old people. I I got so cuz of their smell cuz of their weird skin or what. <laughs> it's I I'm weirded up. by I'm like I have a huge phobia of old people. Mm-hmm. I really do. And it's not it's not the fact that they're going to die and it's not the fact that if I touch them they're weird cuz I have met a really cool cool old people there, man. Like some awesome people. It's the fact that I can't have like a full intelligent conversation. Uh if yeah, they're yeah. if they're not they're mentally little, there yeah. and they're kind of uh, no, I've seen way too many horror movies for that shit. It <laughs> freaks me out so much. It's not to be rude or anything. I have the uttermost respect for a lot of this
1: Well, guys. there it goes 50% of our uh, people our <laughs> listeners right now. All the old people are getting pissed. <laughs> Damn him.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, I met some really cool people at work in there. But I was doing my best to help out the nurses, especially when COVID came around, because we were instructed to uh bring the dishes into the rooms of the patients. Yeah, and, and that, then and then they, they See, yeah, then they stopped weird. us from doing that, and they're like, okay, we can only bring the trays down, and then help the nurses pass them out. Yeah, just pass them to the nurses. Yeah, and then that stopped, and then it was like, oh, uh, just bring the cart down, and then come immediately back. I hate those carts with all the trays. Yeah. I, right, I did that at. The, hospital. At the yeah, hospital. That was right. one of
1: my first jobs and it man, it was it was terrible. We bring the carts and back years. and the two worst things that I've ever seen come back on a cart. Vomit I've seen needles. yeah, I've seen a yep, whole yep. plate full of puke. Yep, I've yep. seen dentures and then I've seen two dirty needles Dude, I've on found, one tray. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I just grabbed that. I found know. a pair
2: of dentures in a Cheetos bag once. Yeah, dude, that was super gross. That's weird. I was cleaning stuff up right in the dementia unit, and I picked up a bag of of Cheetos, and I thought it was full, so I was just gonna go just throw it away. You were gonna eat one of Cheetos, weren't you? (laughs) No, I would never. I don't even eat after my sister. Okay, she's three. All right, I have. I'm not that much of a germaphobe until it comes to babies (laughs) and old people. You know, (laughs) it's just it's weird. But anyways, I found the pair of dentures, and I about freaked out. And I was like, Oh my god, this would be super funny if I handed it to the head nurse. So I walked up to the nurse and I was like, hey, you want some Cheetos? I can't finish them. She goes, sure. And I gave her the bag and she screamed. Oh my, like, oh my God. She's like, oh my God. And then she stops She goes, wait, I know who these are. And I was like, all right, can you please return them? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. It's, it was it was fun working there don't get me wrong. I did not like my, my employees, though. They did not like me either it's, because of the fact that I wanted to help the nurses more. Yeah. And they asked me why And I was like Well because my mom's a nurse My mom's a CNA She comes back home Every day And she tells me Oh it sucks Because they can't do this It sucks because they make yeah. The food like this We They don't ever help us out They can't help us out And I'm like Well I do my best So
0: Yeah That's a rough position To be in too, It is a very cause rough of position Just because personal experience Yeah you know, And then people Going into away it. too. Because, yeah, I had to, uh, I, I'll never forget the one day that I was dropping off trays to uh, ICU at the very, very end of the hospital. It's, it's your final stop at CMH. And uh, it was the last cart. Um, and this was evening service. So this, you know, I do that and then I run back into the dish room, knock out all the cafeteria food from people eating and doctors and nurses, and then go get the carts again once they're done and bring them back and knock those out and go home. Right. So, I drop off the cart in ICU, and I see a bunch of nurses running into ICU. And I'm like, "Uh oh, uh-oh. Yeah, so bad." Yeah, so I just yeah. run back, knock dishes out. About an hour, fifteen, hour, thirty later, I go to get the cart, and I finally, you know, I get med surge. I get all these other uh, areas carts done and brought them back in the dish room I figured I'm going to go get all the carts before I start working on all these trays. So I go down to ICU. And I see an old man, uh, and he's wheeling out a guy on a gurney with a purple blanket over him. Mm -hmm, And I'm just like, oh. And he's like, son, will you get the door for me? I was like, absolutely. So I open the door, and I see this dude struggling because he's like 70-something, pushing this dead person out. And he has to go out the cafeteria doors out that back loading ramp. So I had to help him, and I was like, I'm going to help him push this. So... He gets up front to the side, and I start pushing from the back, and we wheeled this guy out the cafeteria doors of that back loading ramp where they had the the hearse right yeah. there, and they wheeled him That's out. That's crazy. Uh, so that was rough, you know. And I was fifteen and a half at the time, like yeah. staring at a dead guy for like eight to ten minutes, just wheeling him down the hallway, like
2: dead uh, silence.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I-, I remember that job was like it was cool. But then sometimes it, w- it wasn't cool. Like yeah, you, really had to, there was a, you had four moments. hours yeah. of bust your butt, get all the really dishes done tough. perfectly, just so you could get out of there about eight fifteen, eight thirty. If you're good yeah. with carts, but then you know if one thing snags, they weren't done with the 9, carts 30, yet. Ten o'clock, and uh, you know, or or they do catering as well, and then yeah. catering bring all their dishes and, and, and then they, they leave. Yeah, they would be 10, 10 p.m. eleven. And they you're clock like, well, out and leave. there yeah. goes my night. I did. I
2: I remember. Um, there would be especially when covid was around and being heavily like intrusive but anyways i remember there would be days where like we had one patient and they're like oh this patient they're going down they're going down and we're like okay and then the next day i show up i'm serving food and that patient's no longer there and i just met them the, the day before
1: yeah hospital stuff you get that Everything's like temporary vibe, you know these people are not going to be here that long right I, I, I mean, I had
2: one lady she was blind, I can't give out names legally, um, but she was blind, and she surprised me every day. so I showed up one day and I was wearing a uh genie uh top, right for scrub top oh yeah. Robin Williams genie oh okay, yeah, and I came up to her and she she was like she goes what what are you wearing?" It's uh, the genie You know Robin Williams She goes Oh I love him She He's so nice But wait You like, said she was blind Yeah but she And could, she, she asked she, what you were wearing She asked me what Are you I sure was, she
1: was not Just trying to get in your no, pantalones?"
2: No She was blind as <laughs> shit dude. What are you was, wearing Yeah dirty talk right there <laughs> Clothes <laughs> yeah. Describe, Describe exactly Describe the clothes <laughs> The texture She was a very sweet lady though yeah. She And um I'd, I'd cut her sandwich in half. Like, she was actually, there was, I, I played favorites. I really did. <laughs> I played favorites. There was a couple people that would actually cut their food for them if they asked. And then there was, like, a handful of people that I just would never dare yeah. to touch their food. I had a lady try to stab me once. Oh, yikes. In the dementia yeah. unit. Yeah. yeah. I went up to her, and I was like, hey, I noticed that your, I noticed that her coffee cup was, like, you know, empty. And I said, do you, do you mind if I took your cup? And she goes, mm-hmm. And so I went to go grab for a cup, and she came at me with a fucking fork. Oh and I'm just gosh. like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And she goes, I'm just testing you. And I said, I hope I freaking passed. God. <laughs> like, Lady,
0: you don't know how easy it would be for me <laughs> to pick that pillow up from under your head and put it right over your face. What? Nothing? 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 Oh, and I had another guy. This you other smell gentleman. delicious today, mm-hmm. Doris. <laughs> <laughs> Dolores!
1: <laughs> we had. <laughs> 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 Excuse me.
0: Uh-huh. Alright uh, So We're gonna switch topics here All right. switch. We're gonna go to uh, Music genres, bands If you play any instruments Like what's, what's sort of What's your favorite uh, Styles of music or bands oh, He or can anything? play the
1: armpit fart noise Real good
2: well, That's kidding. real <laughs> <laughs> No, <just kidding. laughs> no. Um, So I, I listen to A lot of uh, pop and reggae Like a reggae pop chill mm-hmm. music. I listen to a lot of that stuff. Um, lately, uh, I just got into, well, not just got into, I'm starting to get into more serious uh, metalcore and deathcore. Oh, nice. Um, not a whole lot in the deathcore, more metalcore and prog metal. Nice, so, yeah. Um, I've been hanging out with Duel who people and will hate the most cuz they call him the satanic worshiper <laughs> cuz he's he's he, down there on the processor he listens to hardcore yeah. he death listens of he listens of- he yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that stuff. yeah, yeah. Stuff and he's like got it
1: on like volume eleven. I like mean, the, <laughs> in, in the shop, people's back there. Blast beats.
2: Oh, people's yeah. back there. I'm gonna fucking plug his oh, shit. Yeah, all the old guys are just cursing their
1: ne- cursing
2: <laughs> his name. Oh, it's so funny. Dude, he walks up to me the other day and he's like, "Hell, <laughs> Satan!" And I was, and he went for a high five, and I went for the high five, and he said, "Hell, Satan!" And I was like, "Dude, what the fuck?" Whoa! And I was okay. like, I was like, yeah, "What?" No. And he's like, "No, it's an inside joke, right?" And I'm like, "Oh." Good. I don't want to like, be inside. <laughs> 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 I want to be far outside. Yeah, I was like, dude, that that's kind of fucked up. But no, I start. It so, is funny
1: if you walk through the shop, like j- the different genres. Oh, of music here in
2: all the radios. Well, for sure. You'll you'll hear country you know, music. Country. Country. Yeah. I hate you know. Alternative music and yeah. Uh, no, there's really not a whole lot of alternative. Good. There. Good. No, not a t- alternative. That's like there's yeah. more. It's just rock and country. That's rock almost country. As, almost as bad. And as then country we got duel's me. death metal in the back. And
1: and then in like paint and stuff they'll oh paint paint they got a lot of they. Uh, One guy that I can't stand. There's another Tyler back there, apparently. They yeah. call him Fat Tyler, so yeah, there's, that's his So name.
2: Tyler is the loader <laughs> back there.
1: Right, and he puts on this the worst kind of country music. He puts on Pandering Country. Yes, and then it'll go to country rap, which is even yeah. as bam, worse bam, as it bam, sounds, so it's Don't country land, music, boom. and then they start <laughs> rapping the over it. The whitest is it, just absolutely horrendous. <laughs> it's garbage. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Garbage. So every time he goes, when I was, away, when I was I'll back there, uh,
2: when I was back there, I, I stole Clay's fucking radio, and I played uh, between the Buried to me Colors two album. <laughs> dude, I saw him yesterday oh, at yeah? Sam's Club. Yeah. Over, dude, he looks weird as shit. Yeah, when he is out in public, I saw. I went. I remember when I was doing chiropractic I went to chiropractic I saw him in a witch doctor's outfit. It looked like, like no, it no. He, he's heavy steampunk. Steampunk. Oh, that's you right. ready for this? Steampunk, so I saw yeah. him at Sam's Club parking yeah, lot.
1: Steampunk. I call him albino lurch. If that paints any kind of yeah. picture, he's a translucent, yeah, very yeah. tall, <laughs> skinny dude. Does he Fair. appear during yeah. the
0: daytime or is he night shift only? Uh, night, night shift only. He? He yeah, weird sun huh? in a weird, long time. Exactly.
1: So he's like, oh, it's cold out here. I'm like, yeah, good seeing you. Whatever. He's like, I need to go get my hat. He comes back. With a leather top hat. What what does, does this guy glasses, sound something Steve like this, <laughs>
0: dude? I, I mean, I Super can't. Super cool he's, guy. He's pretty cool, but what he's out there. What does he sound there? like? Like a, this? Hey,
1: guy. He's really nasally uh, talking like this. He's is
0: very cold But he's outside. like six foot six. Yeah, he's like seven of feet course tall. He is. <laughs> he's he's a, a weighs a 120 pounds.
3: <laughs> he's a vampire. Yeah, I'm going to describe vampire him. Right. His, the...
0: his skin shines and sizzles in the sun. Um, yes. He only comes out at night. He yep. hangs upside down abnormally. Probably uh, whenever he like, sleeps he in a coffin his, case. His shirt up. You know what's really weird? His skin though? is translucent. You can see his yeah. organs. Oh yeah, dude.
2: <laughs> you can see all of his veins. He's totally albino. Yeah. He needs some. He's probably severely iron deficient. If he <laughs> was a, If he was in a comic book, he'd be the evil guy.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. He's got like this white kind of weird scraggly beard. But he's too. just that
2: super cool evil guy that I would hang out with because he'd be like, "Hey, come to the dark side. We got cookies." Yeah. I asked him the other day. I was just
1: being goofy. I'm like, all right, dude, dark side or light side? You want force lightning or you want force jump? Oh, force lightning. I'm like, I knew you were evil. He's like, right, yeah, you got me.
0: <laughs> so I used to work with this guy, uh, and he was, he was an odd fit for the place because this was like my first really nice kitchen where everything's from scratch, and it's like classic French cooking techniques and stuff, so all these – Dumb French terms, and you know, yeah. and I'm learning this for Real the first time. Stuff. Yeah, Palfreats. yeah. Everyone's wearing, you know, <laughs> like chef coats. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, like it's super fancy. And I'm young and dumb. I'm like 19 at this time. I'm yes sir, yes sir, yes sir. You know, yes chef, all that kind of stupid stuff, right? Like in and kitchen, yeah. And this kid is a southern hippie, so he has an accent, <laughs> and he's a hippie, so. I used to work with him, and he was heavily into psychedelics. So he oh, would be, shit. like, I'd be closing with him. He'd be like, he'd look around. His face would start kind of puckering up just to get that kind of, you know, voice. At, hey, man, uh, man, I got to tell you something, man. Last night, man, I was just... I was smoking DMT with my girlfriend Marley. (laughs) uh, Oh, (laughs) man, we just had crazy night. Yeah. We were in the bathroom. That's where we started out. I got this really fire DMT, which for those that don't know what DMT is dimethyltryptamine. It's one of the most heavy very crazy narcotic type you know, psychedelic It's very disassociative. For like five to ten minutes, you blast off, you're in this other dimension and you come back, right? So it's this heavy psychedelic. And (laughs) <laughs> he would just be like yeah me and marley you know i let her hit it first and she just kind of collapsed and started smiling so i i hit it and then she woke up after i i was down and she hit. and we we did this all night i woke up is 2 a.m oh
2: my god and i'm
0: staring at him i haven't moved i'm like dude are you okay <laughs> <laughs> like you know you never know the kind of people that you work with you know but he he always was he was dude. obvious and apparent. You know, Quite he was so Character. obvious. Yeah, that's in like his I, I worked look. with
2: a guy that smoked meth, and so like I it was at the uh, SNL company that I was working with in in Wyoming, and like they found they found a drugs. though. A mechanic would find hella drugs. In, oh yeah, like, the cars. Yeah, in dude. cars for sure. Yeah. <laughs> for like, sure, like, it was crazy. But that was a really. I mean, it was crazy. But they never they never drug tested.
0: Well, of course, because they would lose their right. They'd lose everybody. Yeah, yeah that's why a, a lot of those shots. You know, what's yeah. funny
1: is uh, uh, you you know uh, our material handler, Matt, Big Matt, Tall yeah. Matt. Yeah, he's he's a good old guy. I like him. Uh, he's he loves him. Guy. He's a great Christian dude he's and won't funny. curse or anything like that. But dad, joke he funny. he let it off where he's like, hey, yeah, they they've been uh, drug testing me every month for the past ten months. And I'm like, what? Why? He's like, because <laughs> they know I'll pass.
3: Oh, so they yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to yeah.
1: legally have. One test submitted yeah. a month. Oh, he he doesn't do anything. So we're gonna just you know that's gonna be our freebie. Every yeah, month like, that's oh, our okay, that's, dude, that's it. Dude, did not know that. Yeah, because they know that probably eighty percent of the people we work with have fail. done drugs or in drugs. You know, have oh, drugs in their system. We work Wouldn't with a lot, have, of, a lot of uh, crazy. Stuff. Did I
2: tell you about the guy that quit on orientation day? No. Oh my god, it's it's funny, dude. All right, so I went to orientation. Right, it's like pretty much day one. Right before work even really started so we're sitting there we're in the trailer we're doing the safety stuff and all the safety crane training and everything like that well first the last couple of uh, powerpoints that we went through we were able to go back through and take the test and answer the questions it wasn't to like see if you were smart or not it was just an educational thing to see what you know and then learn about it right? right And so we did the crane thing, and and so Mike looked at this other guy who seemed like he knew a lot about what he's doing, right? Like he's been there, he's done that kind of guy, and he seemed pretty confident. So when Mike went to the crane training stuff, Mike said that once we go through the PowerPoint, we're not able to go back through the PowerPoint to answer any of the questions. We are, though, given a chain sheet to calculate the, the polls and stuff like that. For change, right, Like loading and weights, and load weight and stuff like that. We were are given like a chart, like choking that, right?
1: it. We take off forty percent of the load weight, or right, you right, Calculate that stuff when you're rigging.
2: So we we go through the whole thing. We ended up taking the test, and then we ended up going over it. Now Mike was like, "All right, so when we go over it, if you got something wrong, we're gonna explain why it's wrong, and then we're gonna explain what's the right answer and why it's right. No wrong answers really." And we're like, "All right, cool." So we're going through the test, and then we're going over it. Well, the guy ends up getting like a couple of these answers wrong. And he gets really upset, and Mike's like, "Well, I don't understand why you're upset. I'm going to tell you why it's wrong, and then I'm going to explain to you what's the right, you know, right answer and why is it right." He goes, "It was on your sheet because I answered it correctly, and I had no idea what the hell I was doing." <laughs> and this guy you just asked, guessed C. That was the I, answer. Yeah, I just wrote down what I thought would be the estimated weight of whatever, and this dude like failed, and I totally guessed. So he's like pissed, and so he starts yelling at Mike about him being more mature than him. Oh, and wow. that he just seems like he's upset, but that's because he's more mature. <laughs> it gets to the point that where Mike is about ready to blow up. So he calls the plant manager in. The plant manager, by the way, is this big dude. I'm pretty sure you've heard about him, right? I don't think so. He's like, what, 6'3"? Are you talking about Ray Jack? What are you talking about? Yeah, the plant uh, manager. That oh, yeah, big yeah. dude, big burly beard. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's like 6'3", I think.
1: Oh, no, you're talking about the QC. He's a head QC guy.
2: No, that's that short little guy. Roger Shanks. Roger Shanks. Is, no, I'm talking about the plant manager, the big guy that owns the plant. I mean, he's, I don't know, dude. He's got no. the short, pearly beard.
1: I don't, he's super tall. I mean, Ray Jack is over our plant, and he does not have a beard. I
2: have no idea who you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, anyway. This, this big dude that's in this room, he calls him out, and I can I can never remember his name, but he was this huge dude, and he, like, ends up walking the dude out, and you could hear him in like, a yelling match. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. He didn't even make it the first day, dude.
0: Yep. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of those. There's we, lots of people we, that try stuff. We
1: had one guy it. that was grinding on one of those bench grinders, and he was like, Obviously, um, the machine guard was set way too far out. Like, you could put a finger in between the guard normally. Oh, you need, yeah. like, a sixteenth of a space, a space maximum. And he was grinding, and I guess he got his thumb just in there and just chiseled away at that thing. Took yeah, him to the hospital, I, blood I, um, everywhere.
2: That was actually my buddy that did that, yeah. Yeah, no, that's crazy. So. <laughs> Yeah, that's gross. But if,
1: if you have no common sense, don't join the trades. You will die and get severely well, yeah, hurt. That's what a lot of people. Oh yeah, simple as well, that. I got
0: nothing else. I might as well learn this. Yeah, you should. No. You should do, do your research else. before. Yeah, research. Uh, if, if you're if not anything, a super, you know, logical kind of guy, don't don't yeah. be joining trade. Here's the
2: thing. That's why when I went through high school, my uh, my grandparents told me if you go through high school, go through high school with an intent of what you want to do, get an idea of what you want to do through high school. So. Do those extracurricular activities? Go and do wood class. Go and do metalworking. Go do all that stuff. That way, when you get out of high school, you get an idea what you're kind of what oh, yeah. where you want to be,
0: what you're yeah. kind of working towards. Yeah.
2: What's what funny? Kind is whenever we
1: do? were growing up, they never There's like my for generation. The they didn't inspire traits. They no. said you have, you got to go to a four college. year college. college. What yeah. are you yeah. doing in college? What yeah. are you doing
0: in college? I had probably they said,
1: nothing. oh, by the way, you can. You can support your family and have a great career in the trades. You know, whatever else I, I would have joined. Dude, I imagine been doing
0: all that if they would have told then. us every single person just this. Um, you can make more than welders. Being a plumber, and we need plumbers, and you can be travel plumber. You, you know the wages of some of these on the road yeah. plumbers. It's yeah. disgusting oh, yeah. what yep. they're making. And a couple
1: hundred bucks an hour. You got guys working, you know,
0: pharmaceutical, time. stainless yeah. steel, TIG weld, doing really high lo- that aren't making as much as some of these right. travel yeah, well right. or plumbers. It's like if they would have told me that, I would have been changing toilets and rigging pipes and stuff, yeah, for sure, dude, yeah. for sure. I would have put in my time early. The Six to eight years, you know, putting in time you can to travel earn work. Anywhere
1: from because everyone always looking plumbing. for plumbers. There's all, yeah, there's indoor plumbing all everyone. over the world. Well, I guess not all over the
2: world, but you know, what
0: I mean. in well, in the first world, first there's world, plumbing, right. you know, everywhere, and that's that's kind of the thing. Plumbing,
2: if, plumbing doesn't just involve water; it no. also involves no. irrigation yeah. and waste yeah. and, and waste. Yeah. Imagine that
0: if, if you management. specifically went into waste and water management, you could yeah. go work on ranches and with. With farmers and well, see that's what I did for a while that. too.
2: I did a lot of irrigation. I had to pull pipe for lots of those years that I started working. That's what I actually that's started hard, rough work too. That's what I started working when I was sixteen. I started pulling pipe. This I had this. My uncle had me go out with him and pull pipe, and I didn't get paid much, but and then his boss noticed that my uncle was having me work, so he's like, you know what, he works harder than you, so I'm gonna give him your fifteen dollar check and you can take his check. So so basically you're paid. a better
1: pipe puller than this other guy?
2: Yeah, than my uncle. <laughs> Giggity. <Shut up. laughs> He's stronger that at the PP. He's stronger He's at, at the PP. <laughs> Dude, trust me though, once you we got a hay hook, right? And so you hit it right in the and then the gate of the latch where the water comes out, you just pull that. And once you get into a rhythm of just pulling pipe, yeah. you could pull a whole yeah. miles of pipe doing it that way. And that's what I would do, and then my uncle would be like two quarters of a mile down yelling at me, slow the fuck down. <laughs> you know And then I, I had to keep stop up. And then I had to stop And go back and help him And then he's trying to pull a pipe And he can't pull a pipe that fast And I remember one year He tripped in an alfalfa field Because he's got one leg And he's like 400 pounds <laughs> so This dude's was, got one, one leg? <laughs> yeah he's got one leg So he's got a, uh, like an artificial a Fake leg or whatever Yeah And it got tripped up in some uh, alfalfa And he ended up falling Oh shit And he had like super Goodness. major Butt crack going on So we we seen how many alfalfa stems We could stick in his butt crack <laughs> Total's twenty. Prior to his day, <laughs> the poor disabled guy <laughs> is down in this pit, He's right? And there's sticking crap in like, his crack. How many you think we could fit in there? <laughs> Ten? We a actually two. got twenty in there. <coughs> <laughs> Before he decided <clears> to get <throat> Yeah, I got my like I used to steal his fake leg too. It was terrible. <laughs> so he, he had just he like had, hide he, it in high places. He had two legs, right? He had one that was a manual and one that was an automatic. The automatic he'd wear all day, right? And the manual is what he would wear the first thing in the morning just to get out of bed, to get to his automatic, yeah. which was so charging. automatic,
1: you talking about it would actually move? Yeah as, soon, yeah,
2: as soon as he lifts his leg, it folds. That's as soon cool. as he drops yeah, out his it leg, locks. It, it locks out. And so that was charging in the living room, so he had his manual leg in his bedroom. So I'd wake up before him, and he'd get pissed at me if I was late to work. And so I'd get pissed when he was late to work. So I'd sneak into his house and go grab his manual leg and <laughs> sit out in the living room.
1: So you would break into a disabled man's house, <laughs> steal his leg, and laugh about it when he shows up late to work, hopping on one leg.
2: No, I sit in his house. I sit in my uncle's house the whole time.
3: What?
1: Well, I don't know what she's. Okay, she came out here and pointed at me here. You. No telling.
0: She just texted you. Anyway, we uh, we briefly talked about psychedelic drugs earlier yeah. about my co-worker and stuff and this is really interesting because i had heard this on multiple podcasts and i kind of looked up the history and had to do a little research in it too and uh so <clears throat> everyone's heard of bands like the grateful dead you yeah, know and yeah. fish and widespread panic and these kind of psychedelic you know jam bands that toured around well for sure the biggest one would be you know grateful dead and everyone knows the following that they had there were people that literally used to go to every concert, would just travel behind the bus and hit up every stop. I personally know a guy who worked with a guy that uh, that used to follow um, widespread panic and he used to do that, but he used to sell LSD at widespread panic shows and he got busted on the east coast like in the early 90s lost his license for like 15 to 18 years he took some sort of plea deal he served a couple years in jail but then he lost his license for like a long long time he got it back while i was working with him all these years later it was like the year had finally had come you know and he's just like dude i get my license in august and i'm like okay what does that mean did you get a driving under the influence or something? Like what happened? He's like, no man, <laughs> no, and he explained, <laughs> and I'm and I, my jaw's open. I'm like, uh, you used to what? And <clears throat> that leads me to an interesting point. You also know of Marilyn Manson? Yes. You know horrible people uh, back in the day used to follow this even worse individual. I heard he. I heard he was he's in got a lot
2: worship of worship and uh what, like um clan or something like that no, he has his own cult yeah, yeah. he's yeah, got yeah, a whole yeah, bunch yeah, of yeah. harassment yeah.
1: cases against him now yeah. so he's gonna be doing um, jail time guaranteed um, yeah, oh yeah definitely he's a creep
0: um who was uh
2: i gotta admit
1: though i do like some of his songs so. though i mean they're the musicians behind it yes, yes. they're pretty good so I the see the
0: original, original manson the old satanist and murderer right mm-hmm. That's who he derives half of his name from. Right. And he gets Marilyn Monroe. Right. And Ma- Charlie Manson. Yeah, Charlie Manson, Charles Manson. And uh, <clears throat> so we're going back to Manson, not Marilyn, but the original Charles. And uh, he was, unbeknownst to him, uh, his, I think his, his father was involved with the CIA. It was like family members of some kind related to him was involved with the CIA. And they, basically, he was picked to be one of the many lab rats, human lab rats, by the CIA and the federal government in a super top secret um, operation. I can't remember what the operation was called, um, but it was operated by MK Ultra, and MK Ultra was this uh, was this organization, and MK stands for mind control, but it's German. Control meaning K, because that's how you'd spell control in German. Um, And it was the CIA and the government was testing ways that they could mind control the population. And they wanted a way to pacify the population so that they could push things along. I believe so. And they. (laughs) uh,
2: Because shortly after this, the war on drugs started. Bingo. And why? Why did that
0: happen? Because Because of this. And it it was a fake war. It was a PSYOP with a PSYOP. Oh, Uh, Antagonizing sides funded by the same person. What does that mean? This person gets so money we, from yeah. Any so if time. we say
2: we have a war on drugs, and people put money towards the war uh-huh. on drugs. Yeah. Someone's actually that so, money. so generic. They're yeah. actually the funding, funding the, drugs. the drugs, correct? And that's what yeah. we've been doing for decades. Yeah. So that's why gets, Nixon got it. Dude, in. it gets
0: scarier. Listen to this. MK Ultra was literally mind control ultra, the top secret program that we're going to test on humans and give them this lysergic something something diana acid which is lsd right that's all we know right. and it was what we know created by a chemist in san francisco in the mountains in a secret lab right and this thing was produced no it wasn't it was created in a lab by the cia and the government it looks like whoever was involved on that yeah. Yeah, and they took people studies on it too yep the Tuskegee experiments were later on, but they've done issues where, like, the, the government has purposely taken humans and tested them like yeah. lab rats in horrible ways from drugs to sexually transmitted diseases, which is what that one, you know. St- right, right. So we go back to the MKUltra, and they took a large population of people in a variety of backgrounds artists, specifically entertainers, painters, musicians, and stuff, um, powerful businessmen.
2: Well, yeah, look at Elvis.
0: And they fed them LSD secretly and they hid behind glass and they watched them for hours and hours. And then they did hypnosis techniques afterwards for conditioning to make them eventually forget what happened, to lose their memory of said events, and to reprogram them a different way so that eventually they just would kind of forget the events took place. However, the side effects are people like Charles Manson.
1: Just get fried out of that the That get so fried,
0: they actually caused <laughs> harm. so much harm for decades. People yeah. followed his bullcrap beliefs on Satanism and all sorts of evil crap, dude, for decades. Because of the CIA and the federal government giving LSD that probably incentivized and encouraged these irrational... Um,
2: And now uncontrollable,
0: uncontrollable feelings of that were probably suppressed,
2: super suppressed in
0: a form of maybe depression or anxiety. And then they were accelerated by LSD and these experiments. And due to that, we have all this corruption and problems and, you know, a cult that formed literally because of this. And, dude, the CIA and the federal government did this this is, you can look all of the this is so old yeah, now that you can back, look up in Ultra.
2: Yeah, just look back at Fidel Castro, dude. They tried so many ways to yeah. assassinate him without trying to assassinate. They were literally
0: him. going to they, take they, down they put, uh, and fake a plane bombing of yeah. uh, and blame it on the Cubans so that we could go to war with them.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yep. There's always <laughs> a hidden agenda behind everything. That's just like, like also the, the the Bay of Pigs. Absolutely. That was that was a horrible day. Dude, like everyone the Marines showed up and there was nothing. Yeah. Everything and, just kind of disappeared. Even though, but see, that was funny about that too is the CIA. Um, they knew about it before. Of course, they did. They just never told JFK about of course it. Not.
0: Yeah, the CIA and the FBI. They I,
2: already knew about it. They saw it years before. They're just they're, uh, information
0: right. collectors and executors. Right. So if there needs to be something done, they will execute for you. And the FBI. But if they find information, they're not CIA, guaranteed to
2: tell you that. No. I unless, mean look look asked. at the Kyle
0: Rittenhouse case man the right. FBI had drone footage that showed negated the entire prosecuting case that right. showed him as a racist murderer that was shooting right. people it they had the videos and only when forced under law in case with evidence and stripped out they showed that the FBI had footage this whole time and they were droning the entire thing. So they could have exonerated Kyle from day one and never put him through this. Why were the FBI there? Why were they collecting information? Why were they droning? Um, These were the questions that I asked here and these are the questions that we should be asking. Why was the government watching? And second, just what you said. Why didn't they say anything when they had this information that exonerated an innocent American? Right. <laughs> Dude, I, I believe I believe it's the fact
2: that it, that the, Crazy. the whole government side of that, they're wanting some form of control. And if you can control information, you can control knowledge. First, sure. controlling knowledge is key.
0: They control if the education I know and information know, sector forever.
2: Yeah. I have a, that step up above you. You know. And that's what—that's exactly what they're doing. And how do they speak to you when they, they want to you, argue? They say they tell you what you want to know. Yeah,
0: they say, um, "I'm the science, or I know this, right. or so and so doctor, so and so told me that you're wrong." Exactly. And it's like, "Well, who is this so and so? We don't know that guy." Yeah. So and it, you why Good luck trying to figure it out. Yeah, too. it turns <laughs> yeah. out this so and so doctor was really like a veterinarian. Yeah. And you know, right. and you're like, wait, he hasn't studied nutrition or, you know. Virology or, you know, transmission. You know, it's like anything. with medicine.
2: Like, uh, what are we doing? Medicine is just as fucked up. Here's they a, here's, speak
0: here's, from a moral high ground often. And yeah, the money involved in the corruption oh, with medicine. So this horrible. corruption with
2: medicine, I I was talking to, I can't remember who it was last night about this. But a patient cured is a patient lost, is a customer lost. Oh, absolutely. And so the whole thing comes down to the fact of uh, when you go in for a, a procedure to say you have COVID, right? And you have an insurance, right? And the doctor says, well, you need to take this procedure. It's the best option. It will work the best. Yeah, well, your insurance We've touched say, on this. Yeah, your mm-hmm. insurance is like, yeah, yep. no, we're not going to do that. We're going to do what doesn't work. Because
0: now, not only is the now insurance. Now they make money. The insurance just kind of sets the pr- Well, the right. hospital sets the price because oh, the insurance yeah. they pays they for charge, it. Yeah. And then they get now, as we saw through the last two years, on top of that, what did they get? A bonus kickback for putting you on ventilator a bonus kickback for a positive COVID result, a bonus kickback for administering you into the hospital for a COVID treatment, any treatment. All these incentivizations were literally checks written from the government, and that check, where is the money? Your and my taxpayer dollars just paid the hospitals to hide and withhold treatments and information from the public to keep you just sick enough to be a customer just like you said right. when they we've discussed they would never once talked about the sun and vitamin d eating right nutrition working out getting healthy walking um Which that's the fresh basic air building
1: blocks to you know being and a healthy that's what would prevent
0: individual. zinc that's like, that's iron like, vitamin d would prevent a lot of these sicknesses from right. happening
2: that's like you know i hurt my heel right but i know that as soon as i stop trying to move it around and work it it's gonna hurt more you just gotta, you have
0: to get oxygenated you blood have to, get to oxygenated heal
2: it. Blood. you. gotta you gotta move. You gotta yeah. yeah you can't. And You stop. can't
0: literally take a magic pill, a, a magic blue pill to heal you. And they say right. no, you can. Here is your magic blue pill shot.
2: Right, it's a placebo. Take
0: take your shot. It'll make you better. And they're like, well, remember, it'll stop the spread. And then they said, well, it doesn't stop the spread. It'll stop you from getting ill. Well, it doesn't stop you from getting ill. It'll stop the symptoms from being so severe. People were still dying. Ah, well. It's just better. Now get boosted now, too. So you right. backed every single claim yep. that you've ever made about the vaccine and the virus. Literally or every single claim has been backed by the WHO and CDC. They've flip-flopped every claim.
2: Or it, it's, every it's claim. also, uh, let's give you this pill to help with this, but we're also going to have side effects that will yep. cause other problems. So you'll need another pill. So you and, need another another pill. pill. And, and another pill. pill. Take and another bilify. pill. Side at, effects
1: okay, include, um, you know,
0: are you sad? Is your antidepressants not working? Now take these with your antidepressants, and you'll be generally happy. Side effects may include death, stroke, liver failure. Yeah, I was okay. So permanent. I had ADHD. I, AD, <laughs> I
2: have ADHD really bad, right? I had it as a kid growing up, whatever. I was going through taking different medications. I actually took a medication that where if I drank too much water, I would start having liver failure. Yeah, that's crazy. If I didn't drink enough water, I would have liver failure. So every
0: week. They were just poisoning you.
2: Yeah, every week I had to do blood work tests for like the first month. So for four weeks, I did blood work tests. And then twice a month, I did blood work tests to make sure that my liver was still functioning properly. And then so my mom's like, fuck this, because we're not doing that. And they got me onto another one that actually, I was in wrestling, and I got dropped on my head. And I ended up showing symptoms of a concussion. Yeah, that's dangerous as a kid, too. Doctor doctor went and, like, looked through all my medication and everything, come to find out it was actually my medication that was giving me the symptoms of a concussion. Jeez, almost
0: yeah. like inflammation and hemorrhaging yeah. that's so dangerous yeah, that exactly. an just
2: just to just to chill out your child dude yeah so and i finally told my mom i was like fuck that i'm not taking any more pills yeah
0: and that's what i did because right after our father I'm was killed in an him. accident um they because i was so young i was 15 and a half so they're like well science and studies show that he's going to be messed up if we don't intervene yeah, exactly so The proper intervention is medication. Let's get a pill plan going. Let's take take them here, and that's exactly what they did. They put me on a... What was it? I can't remember the name of it, but it was a... And the thing is, they don't know the amount, and they don't know the dosage or what's going to work, so you're a guinea pig for the next couple years until they get your dosage right.
2: Well, that's that's what also stopped me from going to the military. I wanted to go into the U.S. Army. I wanted to become a... Uh, combat engineer and then end up it being saps
0: your motivation man
2: yeah i want i wanted to go and be a combat engineer and then be a sapper and get 100 yep. my president 100 tab
0: my friend is a sapper actually yeah
2: i want that's what i wanted to do and yep. then after the military EOD. become a uh, demolition expert mm-hmm. and do demolition construction yeah that's what i wanted to do and so i was working very hard on that and so they were like well with the medication that you take you need to wait a year without taking it so i just, i stopped taking it and I waited a whole year and then I went back in and doctors looking through the recruiter officers, looking through all my stuff and he's like, well, there's one thing I can't do. I can't let you join the military cause it says in your paperwork that you have autism. I was like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have autism I said, I have ADHD and he's like, yeah, but it says in here back when you were like, I think I was like six or seven when they were trying to diagnose me with what I had autism came up and so they gave me autistic medication. Yeah, it's which just, it worked. It yeah. worked for a week or two, and then it went completely south. Yeah. So they never wrote me off of it. They just took me off the medication. Which mm-hmm. is somewhere included in your file,
1: to where you know that's silly. right.
2: So he's like, yeah, it was. It sees it says here that you know you no longer take the medication, but it says that you were still diagnosed. So I, I said, what can I do? And he goes, well, you need to either go to a counselor for a year and get re re reevaluated. Or go and find your um, The guy who Diagnosed you and Figured that out And I said well I'm pretty sure That guy's either dead Or like in jail Yeah Cause like the last time I heard about him He was Actually got pulled over For using his own narcotics And oh. mixing them And then oh Malpractice and fro- yeah, yeah malpractice <laughs> and Sounds and like was, a winner He yeah. was doing some really bad stuff And got pulled over So I'm like yeah uh, Screw that And that's where my military career stopped I was like screw that And I was scoring really well In the ASVAB Every day I'd score five points higher uh, Yeah, yeah Every day. Every time I took it. And so I was I was taking classes. Like, I was holding high A's and stuff. And as soon as I figured that out, and I was like, well, I'm never going to go to the military.
0: I'll tell you something, man. Like, I I decided that literally just overnight, I'm like, I'm not taking these anymore. After like a year and a half, no. I was like, I'm not taking them. So I just stopped, and I let them expire. And I never, never touched them again. And I found other outlets. And it turns out, um, depression, anxiety, and... It links into, uh, you know, ADHD specifically in ADD, where we diagnose children. Yeah. Children yeah. with mental illnesses that you can't positively see. They're guessing. They're guessing, At and they point, put you on pharmaceuticals. Yeah, and then they these, went in, yeah. oftentimes the only thing is you're not finding, there's two things. As a kid, I'm sorry to break this news to you, but you're either a boy or a girl. We know that here between the states. You have certain, and they are biological differences in the two different outlets in general. And then within those two outlets, they then branch to even more outlets and varieties and what your personality becomes and what you are uh excited by entertained by as a kid changes and you like some kids like space some kids like dinosaurs right some girls like dolls some girls like cars or makeup you know whatever it may be whatever it may be as a kid you don't know because you're still growing you're learning you've only experienced what you've experienced in that six years eight years 10 years so you haven't found the right outlet yet right you have to, like, what we were lucky to have a neighbor that was 70 something that had horses. Yeah. We had a backyard with a woods, a field, cows, some garden. And we were able to, as a kid, go ride bikes down the airport, play with horses, shoot pellet guns, go hunting with dad, go mushroom hunting for morels in the woods. We had so many outlets. And at that time, the rise of video games and TVs, we had a little extra that we were actually able to kind of get all of our energy out. So at that age, they weren't really diagnosing kids with ADHD right. in 1990 to 1999. Well, that, it that wasn't, wasn't even thing. prevalent until, no. yeah, until well after 2000. And people say, well, we just big. didn't recognize it yet. No, yeah. you just didn't have the right environment, and your kid didn't have the right outlets. Right. When you find the right outlet, like when a kid discovers like a guitar or piano or a bicycle or a skateboard, yeah. what happens? They f- come, they fall deep into it, right? Engulfed yeah. with and it. all of a sudden, their focus and their attention is on this, and they're no longer like, oh, Bored. I got to do this, I got to do this, I yeah. got to do this, I don't know what to do. Yep. You, ha- you have to find that outlet, and oftentimes, it's not the parent's fault, and oftentimes, it's not the kid's fault, oftentimes, it's not the school's fault, it's just uh, a collaboration of right. circumstances that play out, and... If you start noticing your, your kid, you know, this is for parents now. If you start noticing that your kid is having a hard time focusing in school, guess what? I did. The reason why is because I wasn't being challenged enough and I wasn't entertained. I was bored. The stuff they were teaching me, I was slowed down because one or two kids in the class couldn't get it. So then I'd fall asleep. Or I'd doodle. Or I'd draw some. Then I just didn't do homework and all this. And then I'd go home and I'd love life because I'd get to go play outside play yep. with bikes, shoot guns. And some kids are made for learning and structure and show me everything. Tell me what to do next. Like some people that can't stop going back to prison. They don't know what to do in their life. They don't know how to so they're, they're like, I want, I life. need yeah. to be told what to do. Same people use it healthily and they go in the military. Yep. They don't know what to do. So I need, I need to be told yeah. I need structure and I'll learn how to be an individual to work as a team so that when I come out, I'm a better human being right. and more structured for society. I, I
2: think what really changed me after the military was uh, not successful is the fact that I learned how to accept the fact that I have ADHD. Yeah. Accept the fact that it, I have moments. There are those days, like literally there was one time I've walked down Walmart and I had to touch every fucking pillow. I just had to grade how each one was softer than the next one or how each yeah. one was rubber. Just how, You just got to embrace it sometimes. Yeah. But... Uh, for anybody that has children that you believe that possibly might have ADHD, high protein, yeah, high protein. Yeah, diet. Cha-
0: make sure that new nu- new nu- nutrition is correct. Nutrition Absolutely. is correct. Right. That's what helped Real me foods. a lot when I was Real getting food. off
2: my medication. My mom, I was doing wrestling. That's I number high, one. Man. I did high protein. It was beans, meat, and potatoes, dude. Mm-hmm. All day, every day, vegetables, pomegranate, you know, citrus fruits, all that good stuff. And then I was wrestling on top of it So I was deep Like you were saying Find a hobby Find an activity Find something that they love to do I was in wrestling An outlet Boys need a physical outlet And I was in football I did a lot of football Mm -hmm. Oh my god I went I was hardcore in football So yeah I got ripped out I was healthy I I was doing good in school Sure I was out being a teen And you know Screwing around You know Getting into trouble Yeah But on top of it My school grades were pretty good
0: Yeah And listen This is kind of a Um, a basic way to think about it, but this is how I think about like life. Whenever someone, if someone comes to me and asks for advice, you know, this is wrong. You know, I can't get ahead in this. That you know, I don't know what to do. I say, well, there's four legs on a chair or on a table. You can take your pick, whatever you want. I like I like a chair because it holds you up. And the symbology here is important. There's four legs. It's the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual you must have all four of those things right and if if you get the physical the mental the emotional and the spiritual somewhat right and focused you know you don't have to know it all you don't have to be super healthy you don't have to eat perfect you don't have to you know but a sense of balance you have to yeah, at least be on the right track yeah a balance of i'm focusing on bettering myself I'm how do i do it these four things i need to focus on my what i'm thinking about what I'm, you know, um, what I'm doing physically, what I feel about myself and others and their actions and my own actions and where I'm at spiritually. And we've talked about that, um, times where you don't have to be a certain religion or, uh, a faith for me to be your friend and for me to love you. Um, I have my own beliefs, you know, and if you have questions, I'll gladly answer and I'll fill you in. If you want to know more about that, absolutely. I always will. But everyone's got to have something, something to hang on to. That's a higher being, a higher sense of awareness, why we're here, what's the point What's the point in waking up and working hard? What's as, the point in uh, being a nice person? His God hole. Yeah. His hole yeah. in his right. yeah. in his it, body. That's got to be God filled. <laughs> and you can try and fill it God with with drugs, with sex, with money, with fame, with attention on social media and posts. Dude, yeah, I totally got but rid it of doesn't social
2: work. media. Dude, I totally got rid of social media.
0: I, I use it purely for businesses and family and friend communication. That's I, it. I yeah, use that, it for that, goofy that same, memes. That's same about deal. it. Same to me.
2: I use YouTube for my music. Yeah. That's about it. I do do a little bit of streaming. Not a whole lot is what I used to, but, um, I totally got rid of like Facebook and Snapchat. Yeah. And And how, how how quickly
0: has your life gotten a slightly better or uh, tremendously better since you've slowed down and ditched it?
2: Since I ditched that stuff. Um, it was kind of rough at first because I didn't have anything to really look at when I was bored. But then I was just like, I, gotta, I can do other things. I, gotta, <laughs> I, I have to figure out. Look anything. at all this time I yeah. have. Well, yeah, because I'll be like sitting there and I'll be like, I can't scroll through anything. And I'm just like, well, it makes me want to think. It yep. makes me think. Yeah. But The reason why I got rid of it, though, too, is because out of all the friends list that I have on Facebook and all the friends
0: yeah, how I many, got on yeah,
2: how many of them actually call me? I can yeah. I can guarantee you I can text just about anybody yeah. on Messenger and I will not get a response. Yeah, and and it's just like what the hell.
0: And this this is what I realize. And this is not a, a black pill like doom and gloom. Well, screw you too, man. But listen, here's a, an awakening, you know, thing for you. Um, no one is thinking about you daily for the most part on your right. Facebook, the only people that are, are your close, immediate, like your people. partner, yeah. your spouse, your parents, your you brother. know, your family, your friend, yeah. that is blood type friend, you know what I'm right. saying? Literally uh, on one hand probably, yeah, think about you in a day. And that's not a negative thing, it's just no. they have their own life, and we focus too much on what are these people going to think of me and say, guess what? They're not even thinking of you. Yeah. No. Yeah. They don't so even don't care. Worry. And if you're not posting daily, they're definitely not thinking about you. But the people that irrationally, erratically, and constantly post on social media, I see as such a cry for help. Not attention. necessarily attention. I mean, yes, that is their goal. The, they want, want the, the attention. attention. But the ultimate reasoning is because it's like, help me please somebody yeah, right either that i don't know or what to do in to my grow life.
1: A business or you know make it monetary well, yes, they have yeah, to have the content business, always going for the algorithm but these
0: yeah. these posts i'm talking about are like oh just pulled in the talk about can't believe this lady did this and then yeah. an hour later oh, these you know has anyone ever thought about how yeah. the fact that jerry seinfeld said this and then an hour later man that new show is great you're like what are you doing who are you talking to yeah. Call your friend up on the phone and talk right. to them and then hang up.
1: Social media
2: is like a, a yeah, journal or a, a diary. Yeah, exactly. And see, as, I as would a I would get I would get on Facebook and I would see people like look what I just did. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, what what did you do fuck, for the other six days yeah, this fuck week? You. Yeah. That, that looks like it's nice that's just
0: your high point right. your one hour of high point for you the week i am personally it's, it's interested all fake, in all know? of right. your points yeah. that's and why i want to know and instagram is pretty
1: bad about that where they just post the absolute perfect yes. th- whatever it's just image just it is with it you know you know no your yeah. life is not fake no, you i literally know. put on snapchat
2: like i put on snapchat and it's like you guys got 24 hours mm-hmm. send me a notification if you want my number yeah, yeah. done that was it yeah. you know how many i got Probably I had, like six. I had like four people. Yeah,
0: that's what I was saying. Yeah. You have generally. I posted it on my story. I didn't, I didn't just post it number to number everybody.
2: Fell. I posted it on my story, so it's like you have to look. Like if if you're my true friend, yeah. you're gonna look at my story and you're gonna send me your shit.
0: But what you just but found out was people that you can count on at least exactly. a little bit. A you little don't know to what level, but right. they they at least showed a little bit more. You're like these, put in a bit these four well, that's, people that's I know like that my, I could call when I need somebody. That's like my
2: best friend AJ. This guy is an amazing dude. All right, and we actually. Um, you know how, like, uh, there's, like, those suicide packs that are really bad, you know? So, me I'm, and him. I, what is that, a suicide pack? like a suicide pack? Kill so, so if you, a suicide pack is if you were to kill yourself, I have to kill myself. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard exactly. in my entire life. Exactly, So, we did an anti-suicide pack. So, the rules were, first one to die wins, but you can't kill yourself. The loser has to wear a tube a uh, safety green tube dress with steel-toed stilettos at the funeral. <laughs> so the, the reason why is it's to be, you know, uh, to not let the funeral be something super sad. Depressing. And, and have, depressing. Have and you have something yeah. funny to look at. But then again, I, I, it's easier to address it because if I wanted to tell somebody that knows my friend AJ and be like, hey, I need help finding a tube green dress, you know, and they're going to be like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go get a dress. <laughs> you know, you know, and, you and then you can't you can't just be super depressed you know. about it because you're going to go get something yeah. funny. And then we, we even know. have a point <laughs> system. If you guess what killed you, you have the loser has to wear fishnets. Mm. You know, <laughs> so and so I would it,
0: almost scare my friends and be like, if you kill yourself, you're wearing a dress in the coffin. Yeah. You're, you're literally yeah. going to be buried. that would make more sense. Bro, to and me. I'm going to go to the thrift store, <laughs> right? And, yeah, and it's so. going to be
2: bad. <laughs> well, I, I think it's. I think we have both really agreed on either one of us commit suicide because it started yeah. off with me. I was smoking a lot. I was really smoking a lot of cigarettes and I had a really bad cough. And so my buddy was like, dude, you're going to get fucking cancer. And I'm like, that's what's going to kill me. I said, I'm going to die from cancer. Die young. And die young from okay. cancer, man. And so it was an inside joke. We thought it was funny. Make, make fun of something that you're so scared well, of yeah, and you yeah. won't be as scared of it anymore. That was the idea behind it. And so then yeah. we started this whole thing of, you know what? Because he was going to move to Texas. And I said, well, if you die, I'm going to have to wear a green dress, right? And he goes, yep. And if you, if you die, I'm going to have to do the same thing. And I was like, sounds like a deal. <laughs> so that's how it's been. And we've been best buds since then. I mean, I met him because of his brother. Told me about him working at the cell barn. And it was like his first date, at the cell barn. First pin, first cow of the night. Steps outside and he slips on shit and he ate shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> After that, we became best friends. That Mm -hmm. is how our friendship started Started over some bullshit (laughs) Started over some bullshit Hell yeah (laughs) But
0: uh Well Is there anything else that you're thinking of Talking about We got We got an hour and a half into this That's not bad That's not not too bad at all The longboard Oh yeah 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 Yeah
2: Yeah, so I just got me that longboard Um, Yep What's the brand on it It's a A NXT or something like that NKX I got What's the uh, length of the longboard I have all the detail right cool. here on
0: my phone. Oh, let me hear the stats. Because me being about five nine and a half, five ten, I like to have a thirty seven and a half inch board. It's about think, the right. I think uh, this
1: is a forty. Yeah. I was gonna say mine's mine's. A I 40. have a couple
0: forties, like but the, uh, those are more for like cruising around so and stuff, let's see, a little yeah. bit faster. My downhill, Longer I like thirty seven and a half, a little shorter. It's a little more so stable. So it's a
2: it's an NKX. Mm-hmm. This is what it looks like, right there.
0: Oh, nice! Yeah, drop through. No, kind of a freestyle.
2: It's a freestyle yep. dancing board. It's yep. really nice. So cruising. It,
0: it'll be a little flexy. Yeah, it's mm-hmm.
2: super curvy, dude. Super yeah, and curvy. those
0: have to be like minimum forty to forty-two inches. Okay, so it says those.
2: NKX Perspective Dancing Longboard are ultra technical twin-tipped longboards suitable for freestyle pro skaters who love the cool technique of skating style dancing. NKX Perspective. Can of course also be used by experienced skaters or beginners who have I become I see that nose and tail on it. You're right. So you to pop right. It
0: and Do flip tricks.
2: Uh, let's see, it's a seven-layer, three-core, seven. So it's very flexy. Yeah. Uh whereas the sixes are, it's got Canadian maple. It'd be a little stiff then. Yeah, it's got. uh the length of it is 43. Okay. That's a big uh, board. <laughs> long, <laughs> That's a big board. board. <laughs> but it only weighs eight pounds. Yeah. So it's fly. super light, Yeah. super light. Yeah. It's got uh, the flex is medium. That's
0: great for transportation, having a slightly flexy,
2: longer board. It lets yeah. you
0: push further distances. Oh, with yeah. your
2: so it's flex push. is medium. It's concave is extreme. It's deck material is a six-letter Canadian maple with mm-hmm. walnut. Um, It's truck type is a top mount. It's grip tape cool. is medium. Uh, the I ball, like ball like top bearings mounts. are Abec 9s. I got Abec 9 ball bearings. I'm a and big top mount fan. Uh, grade 80A wheels Cool 80A so.
0: is the Durometer of the wheels It's the hardness, <coughs> of, <coughs> the hardness the, of the, yeah, the yeah, Hardness So they're relatively so they're solid like a, But they're still medium grippy. duro on that right. Slightly grippy But loose But they're big Soft 70s, enough though. Yeah. They're 70 mils man Or hard enough That you can still slide What
1: were those uh, Otangs you had Way back in the day I, I
0: remember those things Were so beefy I have um, Wheels for kind of Every occasion folks uh, I have some downhill Really fat Venom cannibals that were, like, I mean, massively wide, like stupid wide, so yeah. that you hit bumps, rocks. It doesn't matter what It you doesn't hit. matter you're, at you're high speeds cruising. you're going over them. Those were, like, 78 duro, so a little grippier for, for high-speed downhill. Um, the Otangs, I had the orange ones, which are 78 duro, 76, a little grippier, but they were, instead of a... Like, and it's not just about the durometer in the width, it's the lip on the edge of and the wheel. The curve wheel. on the outside. The tangs yeah. are curved and sanded and buffed a little bit so they're smooth. So even a softer Duro, they feel broken in, you can slide really easily. Whereas a Venom Cannibal that's brand new and a square-lipped edge and that wide, you gotta be going <laughs> fast <laughs> and really so, kick that board out yeah. in order to slide. What's your
2: opinion on Shark Wheels, man? Like land like sure, all yeah, those, those like, weird yeah, very, no, no, no 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 I, no, I've, no, I've I think heard they're bad looking.
0: listen flat spots on wheels is bad that's why sliding puts flat spots eventually you have to is keep that rotating what's on the your wheels. wheels flat spots it's four flat spots it's a square wheel that's slightly twisted twisted so that it constantly is listen just by regular normal wheels like I've got yeah. Um, zombie hogs that are my I heard, slide I wheels. Heard, uh, Clyde, those are like uh, cloud 9
2: or something like that cloud 9 they have uh
0: they have those weird shape i haven't tried in person but i mean the videos are fine but it's a wheel you're literally reinventing the wheel yeah, that's what i was saying so thinking, it's and like what you the professionals are, you doing? are, what are you still doing? rocking normal all wheels. Of them, so
1: why all you know them. why, why try change this it weird up? gimmicky yeah. you know
0: one really cool sliding like if you're interested in sliding why you would do it yeah. other than just fun and the uh, style of it for it's your brake it's your emergency brake i've had to use it and i've probably saved my life if not broken limbs once i learned how to slide i've had cars pull out in front of me while at the bottom of a downhill
1: yeah there's no stopping that so
0: you have to rip sideways and slide out of the way well there's these wheels that are specifically for sliding that you would never want to put on your board unless you are like in San Francisco
3: hmm. oh, you shit. know
0: so it's it's like you're not going to be pushing and cruising on these. Yeah. This is your slide board, and it's made for like those guys that spin and stuff, just sliding, right. spinning, and they call them Hector Snowballs, the name, obviously, mm-hmm. like snowball rolling down yeah. a hill. They're, the durometers so like in the stomp? 90s. No. So they're so hard and so not grippy. They're almost like a skateboard Ice. wheel.
2: Oh, my God. Yeah. So
0: they're like that hard and they're loud. So as soon as you get on an incline at all it just sounds like and a pick up speed, airplane. your board just starts shifting. So for sliding, as long as you know what you're doing, your balance is good. You can literally just stay off of your board the whole time and just spin, go from slide to, slide to slide to slide. So you are by even, sliding, yes. You know, yes.
1: beeline straight down a hill.
0: And you have to carve while sliding. So uh-huh. you you can't just go okay. straight, bomb a deep hill and Yeah, you'll be doing slide. ninety miles an hour yeah, by the end of the bottom. Dude, it's of crazy. It, right? You gotta either yeah it's crazy. Shred but it out or swallow. sliding was hard at first, but if you get your slide gloves and you get some like knee pads in, in the beginning, there's a neighborhood east of town here that I, that's where I learned. It's wow. like a double turn in neighborhood off of a main road, so it's a side road and it's slightly downhill and it's so wide you could fit two cars on each drive so you have like a four car wide Holy downhill God. section that only goes downhill for like 10 seconds and then it goes right back up so you can literally push once rip a slide real quick and learn and i stayed up one night with a co-worker he was a, a server and uh, me and him had no idea how to slide we just watched youtube videos got the idea, and then we worked on it. It was like eight hours later that night at like 2, 3 a.m. we were both sliding. Oh, and I was like, this is yeah, awesome. I, I never mastered
1: the slide. I've tried so many times, I just can't, can't You have to get fully it. commit, Yeah, and that's terrifying. I can, I can get it to slide okay. just a scotch and then it either throws me off. The or trick is learn in
0: the rain. It. Get a cheap yeah. board. I called it my rain board. Yeah. All my old bearings, my old wheels, and I go out when it's like light heavy rain, you know what I'm saying, where it's like it's raining a bunch, but yeah. the raindrops are small. Right, I've, I've right. tried to do it in and the rain. And it lightly and, man, covers the rain, and you find a nice sketchy. subtle hill, and you push one time, and you can slide at like half of the speed yeah. normally required so it's a it's a good learning, you know, graph. But you're also going to ruin your board if you don't have ceramic bearings. Right. The bearings and will just get you, you need rusted to dry up your trucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Your board's going to get saturated. It can delaminate. Yeah. You know, there's all sorts that's of That's why things. you get the shitty board. Yes. Yeah, that's your I'm you gonna just get the shitty board than the new. ceramic
2: bearings. The ceramic bearings is the most expensive piece.
0: My thing, I use uh Seismic tectons and Seismic tectons ceramics. Uh Michaud Urban. He was a professional longboarder. He set the speed record on both of those. First, the, um, uh, what was the name of the bearings I just said? Sorry, I just. Tech tons. Uh, yeah, the yeah, seismic, seismic. tech tons. So the brand Seismic long makes, you know, wheels And as, just as those well bearings, as bearings.
1: Are, cost as much as a board They're like sometimes. 89 to 100 bucks for the regular <laughs> to, set. Yeah. He
0: set the record. He went like 81 miles an hour Jeez. on a long board with these bearings. That's and scary. they were fine then a year oh later God. seismics like we made ceramic versions and they he said it again at like 90 something miles an hour Dude. being pulled on a car That's hanging on and the wheels are fine so i bought those bearings the seismic tecton uh, ceramics and those for cleaning you literally pop the case off alcohol re-grease it a little bit of oil cap the case on and you're good you don't have to worry about rust so that was my rain board so they were fast smooth in the rain
1: yeah because i've gone through a lot of uh reds bearings bones reds classic they're super cheap they're great but they rust up anytime you take a little bit of water to them. if you got a
0: skateboard that's the first thing you got to do upgrade your your bearings to bones reds or bone Red ceramics or one of those and maybe your bushings on your trucks yeah
2: i got different different bushings i got really nice cushioned bushings on. yeah, they're super nice. I and got with ABEC nine bearings, it's okay. not too bad. Yeah. Um Abex for the Venom these brand
0: uh like bushings. Oh, that's yeah. Yeah. that's the one that's on the land the shark that's line. the one yeah, I, I always the, upgrade. N, brand. <clears throat> yeah.
2: So I mean the bushings they uh, they need a little bit of tightening on the trucks. It's a little swervy. Yeah. Um, the
0: shape of your bushing is crucial. There's like four main shapes it's like a cylinder tube. there's yeah, the best thing i did a barrel bushing yeah you yeah,
1: can go on amazon them. and just get a random pack where they have been a bushing the, kit and i took one one afternoon and just yeah. oh, i'm gonna try Listen. this setup this bushing and i'm like yeah. oh this is too what? springy i don't so like there it. Are, so there i figured are two out what i needed them, right? right yeah they're yeah.
0: sandwiched between the truck you got board side and roadside we call it so okay. and depending on your combination one of my favorite in general, all-around combos for doing from regular transportation to carving to sliding is you get a barrel bushing, which is like what you had. Okay. It's literally just looks like so a cylinder, like a
1: pop can, flat with a top, top of flat
0: base. bottom. Okay. Yeah. And then roadside, you would put a pyramid or a triangle bushing. Okay. And what that does is it gives you a stiff base, so when you do get speeds, it doesn't turn so easily. But when you want to turn. You lean into it and it tips over that triangle bushing that's roadside. So then and you so start you to get a real switching combinations. Oh, so instead of having a super
2: wobbly it. turn. You can have a more controlled it's way easier that, to control. And
0: on my downhill board with the surf rod precision trucks that are like milled, really nice trucks that are like almost 300. See, I when don't first really came want out. it to be
2: too hard to turn because I do like yeah. to curve.
0: And that's why that combination is good. A barrel with like a pyramid or barrel triangle. And what I use, so on my... that will still let me to curve, though. For but, sure. I mean, if okay. you throw
1: your body weight, it doesn't matter how easy yeah. or hard it is. If you put your body it's weight just, into it, it's yeah. going to move. It'll still yeah. move. Okay, okay,
0: Like, on this downhill board that I've gone very fast, very stiff, no flex. Like, 13 pie Canadian maple with carbon fiber board. Dang. It's really tough. Um, that thing, whenever I put in my surf rod trucks, I was switching bushings from Venom, seeing what was going to work, but I had already gotten an idea of where I needed to go with what I was trying to do by online. And that's what's called a stepped barrel. So it, it's a barrel like what, you know, a cylinder with the tops flat, yeah, but it's rounded instead of being flat on the edge. Okay. And there's another tier that's flat on top and bottom. So you have really stiff, and you have to fully lean because it's high speeds, yeah. lean over, and when you lean, that's when the turn finally unlocks. Otherwise, you're not really gonna yeah. turn very easily. So and then paired with the bushing size and durometer, because you can get a barrel bushing that's super soft and spongy, and you can get a barrel bushing that is hard, firm, and doesn't turn at all. Right. So right. not only the durometer of the bushing and the size, the size. But the setup and how you arrange them, okay, depending so you're, on you're, what you're talking you more do. like
2: a medium barrel bushing with like a medium triangle yes. bushing on and, the roadside, yep, and, yep. and it takes and some testing and tuning to, to figure out anything.
1: what you want to do. Yeah, because okay. I've ran through so many yeah. different combinations. Like, oh, this you, has, has got to be good. What do? A soft barrel
0: work.
2: bushing and a, and a medium. Triangle bush
0: that'll let you carve so <laughs> super carve, but if you go down and smooth, if you go but down a smooth. straight hill, yeah. it's
2: going to yeah. be sketchy.
1: But because if you barely move at all, guess what? It's going to start. You also have turning. to factor yeah. true,
0: true. your size and weight, like your height and your weight, yeah. into the durometer. So what? A seventy-six duro bushing barrel might be perfect for me. Maybe Tyler, being a little bit more than me, might need a 78 for the exact same a little bit feel. A heavier duty. For the is same it, Is ride. it a good rule
2: to match your tires to your bearings? No. hardness? No, no, no. no? Mm-hmm. no, no, no. Um,
0: you have to think of it kind of how he said the durometer, the hardness of your wheel is grip. Okay. And the hardness Goodness. of your bushing is how much more of your weight are you going to have to lean to make it turn. Okay. So higher the, the number, the more turn.
2: weight yeah. it takes to
0: turn. Correct, correct. Okay. And okay. the higher the number in the wheels, the harder and slicker the wheel, but faster. But faster. Because yes. soft wheels are squishy and they kind of morph they to the road.
2: Frac- yeah, there's friction. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So
0: there's a happy medium that you have to find with what you're doing. That's why I ended up with, like, four different boards you and, like, different three setups, different right. trucks with six different bushings and f- six different sets of wheels, and people are like, well, that's extreme. Well, Ooh, where, yeah. where are we going in town to longboard, and what right. are we doing? Yeah. Because I'll pick up a perfect setup.
1: Because we're just going to be it's, skating it's around downtown with yeah. not a whole lot of big hills yeah. and stuff. You, you don't, don't need a downhill. No, you don't all. need a big, long, fast... Downhill board You just no, want you a, a nice short, little short nice transport, curvy, a curvy Easy to push off of Get yeah. plenty of You know push I, I good. really like mine
2: For the downtown cruise. Yeah Cause it's It's long And I like it being long Cause that gives me Room to place my foot I got oh, big yeah. feet I right. have big feet big, I get that Big but shoes then, and big then, feet yeah. and then and big you're like Well man too. I'm gonna run
1: in the Gas station real quick you exactly. got to worry about carrying that damn thing, all you know, or I'm gonna, you know, it's just yeah. Kind see, of a that's pain. another
2: thing too. My, like I said, mine's only eight pounds. Yeah, it's like extremely light. It's not so bad, but
1: it's something you can't just throw in a backpack for. A I used to leave. carry mine
0: no, in, no, in, see, into the OTC classes, man. Yeah, same here. I used to walk in and, yeah. and I put it under my chair, and people were like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, and
1: "They make us park that. a
0: mile yeah. away. <laughs> I'm not walking." To my class To then walk to my class Like I'll I'll go ahead and. Yeah, I skate yeah, all over exactly.
1: MSU I love boarding at MSU Cause people get out of your way Whenever you're zooming yeah. Right to class you They know, give you so. bike
0: rights A lot Which is yeah. cool Bike and pedestrian rights It's like Yeah you know, exactly it's, it's Cause you it's can pop off, off The efficient. board and walk
2: And become yep. a pedestrian
0: You can jump on the sidewalk Real quick And then when there's no cars Jump on the road, road And push 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 Yeah even though you're breaking laws both ways, you're not allowed to ride a longboard on the roads in Springfield, and you're, and you're not allowed, not allowed, allowed on, the on the sidewalk. So you have to ride on your private area, or a your own lot. land, or yeah, a parking lot without pissing off the business, yeah. or the skate park. That's ridiculous, because if bikes get to do that, longboards are a form of transportation. Yes. And that's what I argued literally in the it dean's would make sense. office at it OTC. It would make sense
2: to ride as a longboard on a skate path a bike path
1: mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah Cause i it's mean actually paved most of the bike paths around here are gravel sometimes
0: you know some
2: yeah. of them yeah
0: or just like extensions of the road with a yeah. with paint line yeah on it. and see right. and
2: then that's actually marking that area yeah. for that yeah. specific you know form of transportation but you still gotta be
0: careful because it's springfield and people don't look yeah, for motorcycles look
2: they're not looking for bicyclists yeah. right that's why and i'm taking my time and practicing my control Mm-hmm. At night, when there's not a lot of traffic, but I'm doing it in a parking lot. Too.
0: There, there are tons of areas that I can tell you about that I figured out over the years of longboarding that are private and awesome. Where it gave me so much time during the day and nighttime, depending on your look on your location, with almost no traffic.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. but and you, you got to go skills. find them. It's right. like
0: I literally had two longboards in the trunk of my car for years. And I would just, when I'm out doing normal things, if I see something like, oh, I got to remember this, or I go bomb it real quick, I go, I got to bomb this hill real quick. Grab my glove, grab a helmet, always use your helmet now, man. I especially, because I was doing downhill stuff. So I was doing 30 mile per hour plus all the time. Yeah, yeah, And you got to wear a helmet. One fall, man, could literally change your life forever. You'll be a veteran. Forever. It's so scary. It's so scary to think about, man.
1: Like our bodies are pretty resilient, but man, if your right, head yeah. hits the wrong way Not on, brain the, on the concrete,
0: trauma, yeah. yeah, it's no, brain, it's brain game trauma over. Is a whole other... Because we can't heal brain trauma as we know it as easily, yeah. at least with normal methods, we don't really know. There's some brain trauma in Everyone's some brain different. issues we Everyone's can. Yeah, so it's and super that's super hard to pinpoint shit That's the right. issue because it's like how do we fix you? Well, I can't exactly just cut your head open and, pull just you, and examine it. it. That right, doesn't really work. Right. We haven't figured it out very well yet.
1: Yeah, I I used to uh, go to the MSU parking garage. Start go to the very top floor, zoom Super all the way down. Yeah. It is, but I'd be doing this two o'clock in the morning, so no one be driving right, it, right. you know.
0: But you also didn't know how to slide, and you didn't I have did a glove, correct. so you didn't have a backup. That's it was dangerous. sketchy.
1: It's I was d- just straight I, down, and I You just tried gave to me a pretty good
2: idea, and then he then he the, totally shot it. i run you off. and I've had They'll to slide off. at the Hollywood Theater
0: parking garage. Yeah, yeah. I went down with the dude I met downtown. And I found him later on Springfield Mugshots like every week. <laughs> he was a troublemaker. <laughs> but I found this guy while me and Kelton were running around for a couple hours downtown. He's like, I'm about to go bomb this. Kid's on a skateboard.
2: Oh, my God. And we
0: go to the very top where the elevator comes up yeah. on the very top of that. And you see the whole skyline. And we push and push. And they go around the corner. And I've got my slide glove. Kelton's like, I'm not doing this, man. I'll wait at the bottom. And
1: you get going real fast Dude, down quick. there, too. It's a pretty We round the first one,
0: play. and my wheels and bearings take off, and I'm way ahead of him, obviously. Yeah. He's on a skateboard. And I'm zooming. I'm turning and realizing that my turn, as hard as I can, is not good enough.
1: To stay in the right. It's just yeah. good enough
0: after the second level. Like, well, the second turn, sorry. So really, right. yeah, sh- yeah. I go around the first turn, start speeding up too much. Second turn, I barely make it without hitting the wall and flying over That's all straight concrete. and i'm like i can't slow oh, down shit. and i wheeze around the corner and i start taking the inside i way outside then hit the inside because i plan on doing it like a car right so i can carve the corner and a car is on the inside mm. speeding going up around the corner and it's like Two girls, I can see them, and they, I see their faces go, mouth goes wide, eyes go wide, and I slide to the left, and they turn to the left, so we both go opposite directions. Lucky. And I go straight into the wall, slide and stop. He goes, (laughs) and he keeps going down, so I jump on my board real quick. The girls say, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Jump on the board and keep going down. (laughs) No problem. Get down to the bottom. I'm like, Kelton, we got to go. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm done. Yeah,
1: I realize now how sketchy it was doing that. So especially, you know, I didn't, have a, text one right, I, I, I didn't have a helmet. person. Right. I didn't have a helmet at that either. time. Yeah, this
0: was yeah, early in my. Smart. I mean, I had just learned how to slide. Just learned, yeah. and I thought I was cruising downtown. So I did not bring a helmet. You know, I was. Well,
2: that's just like that's like my buddy uh, Sam was. Like, oh we should go out and ride in the parking lot and I'm like, I don't I don't know. I, I asked him I told him, Yeah, I don't care if he rode it out in the parking lot or whatever. I told him if you broke my board, you get me a new one, kinda. Of yeah. Deal. But like, dude, he wanted to go bombing all these hills and shit. I'm like, dude, this is not what that board's for. This yeah. board if you go to try to bomb a yeah, hill with it, you're gonna function. Yeah, you need shit. to tighten
1: those trucks up, make sure you have the right wheels, bearings, right. You need the right right. Legs practice and practice a little bit. Yeah.
0: And the right. Heart for it, right? Heart and gumption. <laughs>
1: I can. I, can I don't think it's a the thing. halfway through, he Nova either got, got bail or crashed. So that that's right. It.
2: And so he wanted. He wanted to um, bomb this one hill. It wasn't a major hill, but it led to an intersection. And I'm like, dude, I do not want to bomb that. Yeah, those are usually I like, sketchy. I was like, because if I do get going fast enough. I don't really. I, I haven't really practiced my stopping. Yeah, there's and so I'm trying gonna, to I'm foot brake
0: at high speeds is not working. No, exactly it doesn't. Once 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 you hit above about twenty to twenty five, your days of foot braking are over. You yeah. have failed to control and regulate your speed and yep. now your only option is bail, bail or ride it out or slide.
2: Yeah. Right. And I, I would try to bail and I'd mm-hmm. probably get hit by a car so I was like, we're not doing that. I did that all the time because I, I ended up hurting my, my heels. Skate my heels towards
0: the grass, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the grass and jump on lawns all the time. And I was like, I gotta stop this. The grass is always not going to be soft. No. Or it's not always going to be soft. And you and know? It's not always going to be there. Yeah. No. And that's what I was like, yeah, I gotta do. Especially after that last like scare. Um... Before learning how to slide, where the car pulled out, and I was like, I did like a whoop, like a like a bulls running at me, and I've got a, <laughs> I go, come on, and the bulls running, dodge, and I'm going dodge. fast. Pulls out in front of me, old man doesn't see me at all, and he doesn't accelerate. He's going like six, no, and I, no. whoop, I literally bend my body around him, and my hands hit his antenna.
2: Hey. Oh hey. my god, dude, it
0: was the scariest moment in my life. I was like, uh oh. <laughs> I th- I think I'm about to hit a car at like yep. 35 miles an hour.
2: That would have hurt. That would have hurt a lot. Right right
0: that would have broke my legs probably for yeah, sure. You would have broke a ribs. Slam my face into the oh, car. Yeah.
1: Depends on how you landed too off of that. If That'd you rolled moved.
2: with it, if you rolled with it, you probably wouldn't have caused too much damage, yeah. but it still wouldn't have felt good. Oh. So, I think that's about it.
0: Right on. Yeah, yeah. we're
3: 150.
0: We we're hour
2: 50. Oh. Nice.
0: Well, and we appreciate you joining us on Beer Bros. You know what I'm saying Beer Bros. Campfire Fun Time.
2: Yeah, definitely might have to and come back sometime. Oh yeah, I know a spot it's off. like,
0: yeah. it's like uh, it warmed up a little bit out here. It's like 40 to 50, but I think it's it's dropping. They Tampa say real by quick. Monday it's going to be back in the teens and possible snow again. So I'm, it's... I'm
2: hoping to get crazy. home and be able to ride again. For yeah, a little bit. I mean, yeah, my my heel is feeling a little bit better. I haven't got up on it and walked around quite yet, yeah. but
1: and you you'll learn what muscles you you use especially I mean, uh, whenever you're pushing off you're like oh that's my weird that's a weird dude, one
0: yeah, you know yeah i'm sore I'm my sore, right dude. leg after like 8 8ish 9 years of longboarding my right thigh is like a third the size larger than my left is yeah. from pushing because I, I did so pushes. much I <laughs> I'm see. telling you, I, I used my longboard for transportation so much and I played soccer my whole life so my right leg was always it. I also played goalie in soccer. I'm constantly punting. My right leg was always really good at that kicking and strong. See, so longboarding, is, I was good at that. My
2: left leg is like my weakest leg but yeah, yeah. That's, the, my, that's my board leg. That's how you like that's when you balance. That's my stabilizing one. I mean, that's ride, same as I, me. I thought I could ride goofy. Yeah. And I tried it, and I was like, "Dude, I just kept popping off." I, was like, I can
0: sometimes on? push in in I skate to, goofy, but I have to switch. Back. I try. I try
2: It's to like do throwing this. a
1: baseball with your left hand or your opposite hand. So it, bad. It's just so goofy. I can't. Know? I can't do. Uh,
2: I can't do manga. Yeah, I can't manga, dude. It's.
1: I don't know what that is.
2: That's where... Uh, so if you ride normal with your left foot forward, it's putting your left foot in the back and, and pushing with your right. Pushing with your oh, right. Oh, no way. Like the and old then, school you and, and then you stand, then you
0: stand yeah. and goofy. Yeah, and then that's switch. Yeah, that's, yeah, that yeah. doesn't even sound...
2: <laughs> so... Yeah, it's, it's 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 a way to push. They say that if you can learn how to push manga and switch foot... Well, your
0: balance is really good
2: at that point. Yeah, yeah you got to have balance to do that. Yeah. But if you can switch... And do switch foot and stuff like that, you can ride for a lot longer. Yeah. yeah. I want to eventually get there, but I need to first get comfortable with what I'm at right now. I right. can
0: I can uh, tell you some real good areas for that. Like the apartment run we used to do. That's that's uh, a great gentle great, downhill. Nice if Carver. you push hard at the top, you'll go twenty. If you yeah. just push once or twice, you'll go like twelve to fifteen. That's and nice. it's like a mile and a quarter through a neighborhood of a nice neighborhood road with a gentle downhill and right turn easy to manage it's a lot of so escape routes and car does come for pushing yeah, and tra- and then show me where that's at yeah, that sounds yeah. like
2: a fucking dude hell of a and time.
0: all those neighborhoods over there are where i learned at a longboard and you'll develop balance and strength in your pushing leg like so quick because right. of and where you're at and it's maneuverability so of your board you yeah.
1: get you know what i, yeah, I, I
2: want the reason why i really like the longboard is because that gives me my that little bit of freedom i had with the moped which you know, yeah, RIP, and around. Yeah, I yeah. sold him my moped. Yeah, they and steal that in a heart. Someone
1: stole it from. Them. Had multiple I'm a people trying to. I was
2: the first thing that
1: came to my mind was Tyler's going to be upset because <laughs> I told him like, listen, man, you can have it for a
3: little
2: bit. I sold it to
1: him I'm like, I, I if told it's still in good condition. Sell it back, back to me because I want that bad boy back. And I, I told him I,
2: I, I told him I said I give him it back as soon as I got shit figured out, and yeah. it got stolen from me. I was in quarantine for ten days, and the yeah. first five days, yeah, I walked out and I was like, I need some vitamin D and oxygen and Stuff, yeah, and then it was good gone. Yeah. So I got the so longboard to get my freedom back, so that way I can go out and just cruise and just mm-hmm. freaking ride. And and,
0: especially being you know in downtown area, you yeah. have access to like any, so anywhere within about areas. two and a half, three miles fairly easily. Yeah. I've it, longboarded then, to work then look, many times. Yeah.
2: And look at where I lived, where I used to live in Wyoming, where there's like absolutely yeah, you're not, that's not even possible. Right. <laughs> Wyoming, so here, there's possible. so many new and exciting things to learn, and that's another thing with like ADHDs the yeah and exciting things there's constant it's super fun
0: all the hobbies that yeah. I've picked up since high school is insane that I never like I was never able to skateboard when I was a kid only able to kind of push and ride right and I could standing still and on the grass I could do a pop shove it
2: I, I can't. you know <laughs> no.
0: only in on the I grass do any flip tricks and any I was always know. jealous of my friends that could push on the skateboard and like ride it. Right. And I was like, gosh, what? And then I've discovered longboards later. I'm like, okay, this is kind of cheating, but it's better. different. Yep. And what I loved about longboarding, it's a mix of snowboarding and surfing, depending on your setup. I you, like this. You could I steer like with the, the front of your board, like a longboard or like, like a snowboard. Board. Or, you, or sorry, yeah, yeah it's a, a surfboard. surfboard. And you can steer with the back of your board, which is my preference, yeah. like Slalom. a snowboard. Kick it out a little And bit. you can kind of yeah. lean and,
2: See, and s- move
0: your body on that angle, not left to right, but on that front right, back left angle for me. And that helps you turn.
2: My, my dad taught me how to surf when I was younger. Tried, well, tried to teach me how to surf. I wasn't really good at it. I was pretty young. But I did do a lot of skateboarding when I was younger like when I was like 8 or 9 oh, yeah. and then I became like 15 16 my brother got a longboard that was a remote longboard you can manually operate oh, yeah, it yeah. or you can you know use the remote and so when the battery died, you better learn how to use yeah, longboards. Right. It's be <laughs> <to> <laughs> so accomplish. I would be out, I'd be like, you know, cause I didn't have a license at the time either. So I was like, Hey, Zan, I need to go get me a pack of cigarettes. And he'd be like, all right, now take the longboard. Right. And I'd ride there and then the battery died. And then I'm sitting there smoking a cigarette, having a puffing on a longboard. Yeah. But it wasn't, it that. wasn't, it wasn't terrible though. Yeah. No. And so and then I just never really rode again. And, Finally, I was like, you know what? I don't want to get back into that.
1: It's so much fun. Like Whenever we lived so in much, Marionville, it's dude, so much fun. we would just take off and explore. Just ran out. He almost with, died one day. Oh, uh, I do remember uh, that. That was
2: terrible.
0: That was uh, we deal. went We went longboarding. Uh, it was probably 101, 102. It was hot out there. And oh, In it, Marionville, it's kind of like a Wyoming in a sense. A okay. Tiny town by railroad tracks. Nothing else around you nothing. within 20 miles or so, yeah. 15 miles. So you have to like go so we were longboarding farm roads country oh, roads and nice. stuff we were not paying attention to anything because we were just caught up in longboarding and experiencing like a good literally cruising Nature, man. we yeah. didn't realize we had been out there for like two hours we had probably pushed three and a half ish miles and we had <laughs> not a single water bottle didn't
1: bring any water <gasps> nothing and, oh other than the drink. and dude
0: all of a sudden I realized that I'm beyond parched and I'm like I literally can barely catch my breath and I'm like, "Tyler, we need to stop." And we're in this farm road in front of a couple houses and he looks at me and his eyes are going straight through me. <laughs> and he's just I remember like stumbling, just fading dude. And I'm like, just "Tyler, Tyler, hole. he's "Dude, I don't feel and I saw panic in his eyes and he was fading out." And I'm like, "Dehydration." So I run to the nearest house right next door. I sprint. I bang on the door and no one's answering. So I see a, a garden hose by the, the garage. The real hose up, up right up there. You so know? I plug it in real quick and I'm running with this hose, crank the water on, and it's like 20 feet short of Tyler. He's laying on his back and I'm thinking oh, he, he might God. be dead. I'm spraying while I'm like, Tyler, you got to get over here. I'm like spraying water towards him <laughs> and on him trying to get it. I'm like, you got to get something with water. So I don't remember what we had. I think
1: I think you pulled it even harder and it like yeah, popped it loose or more. something. So we had another ten feet it came over to yeah. I just remember and like the
0: second he got water.
1: It was one of the it was one of those things where I was like it was like a movie. I was trying reaching out my arms and like I was trying it was to fading. communicate <laughs> everything and I was like I can't he move wasn't my speaking. arms anymore, and they were going straight down.
0: I'm like, he I'm literally just going sounded like down. a stroke victim, dude. He was he yeah. was talking like, and he would just uh, uh, You had but heat stroke, the, man. Yes, it's pretty much mild stroke case, and dehydration, dehydration and, and yeah. he was and about to stroke. literally probably die yeah. pretty quick. I Very would quick. imagine. And I remember Damn. it was within like three minutes of getting some drinks of cold water, he was back to like sixty percent. Yeah, wow. Where he was still in pain, but he was there, and he's like that was weird, man. I'm like, that's not weird. We are <laughs> yeah. stupid. We didn't have we water. We never
1: not brought water. <laughs> and the then we had time. a
0: long board like two miles back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah. So we, so we, right. we drank yeah. up, we filled up on water. We doused our hats and our heads and then we, oh, co- I coiled their hose back up, turned it off and we just left. I just that's, wish that, that, like that person
1: in the house, like, I wish they had like one of those cameras. Like, can I have that footage? I just want to see
2: like <laughs> me just Tyler <laughs> <laughs> It was like a robot's battery. Were dying. That yeah. was like when I went to Pakistan, dude. Um so I was in Pakistan. My mom was married to a guy who had family there. So I've been to like Germany, mm-hmm. I've been to Turkey, Dubai, Pakistan. Pakistan was really fun. I was there for almost a year. And uh when we went down there, we went to go and see a lot of these uh tourist sites and one of them was like a place where they filled a Bollywood movie and it was like super cool. They had go karts. And then wow. this other place called Mount K. I don't know if you guys ever heard of mm-hmm. Mount K. It's one of the biggest mountain regions in that area. Is that in Pakistan? Oh yes, like next yes, to Iraq yes, and yes, Iran. Yes, and Afghanistan. Yeah, it's yep. over there by. Yeah, very active military mm-hmm. area. So I was in Punjab, Pakistan, a small little town, and so we went to Mount K, which was over towards the Tigris River. We went to the Tigris River that ran between those three, mm-hmm. and so Mount K was like over somewhere around there. I don't. I can't remember. I was really young. But we got to climb one of the foots of, of Mount K, which was, like, super steep. And, I mean, it was already, like, 9,000 to 10,000 yeah. feet above Jeez. sea level. Yeah. It was a hell of a hike. It was about a six, seven-mile hike. And I went up there with my cousins. And uh, I knew Arabic and spoke a little bit of Arabic and uh, a little bit of Punjab at the time. And so Daddy Abu, or uh, little, little Chachu, was with me. We were going up to this hill, and we got to the very top and everything. And he's like, when we go down walk don't run and i'm like okay i got you and he's like if you run you will die yeah <laughs> like, from the altitude change. yeah because yeah, you'll just keep rolling yeah, you won't no, stop. No no rolling. stop and so we're we're walking and you know we're slowly getting down and uh little Chachu is ahead of me and we could see our small group coming back up you know they're, they're coming up to where we just were and so little Chachu is down ahead of me, and he starts yelling something in Arabic. and I swear it sounded like he said, help, I need help, come get me. So I started picking up my pace a little bit, and I come to find out, he didn't need help, and I couldn't slow down, and I started picking up faster pace, and at this point, I come flying by Chachu, and I am just hauling balls down this fucking mountain face. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's like, stop, 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 slow down, you're going to roll. And I was like, I can't. And he goes, start sliding. And so I went to get – Yeah, I went to drop, get, and th- yeah, like went to drop down and slide, and I ended up tumbling mm. all the way down the side of this fucking mountain, dude. And I started sliding and everything, and I, I actually slid all the way down to the bo- bottom of the of the hill. Yeah, that's yeah, that's not good. It? Yeah, It was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was an adventure. Dude, being in Pakistan was actually a lot of fun. Um, so, dude,
0: they call – um, I know in India – in a lot of places around the area, it's respect. Like if I didn't know Tyler, and yeah. he's slightly older than me, I call him uncle. I Is think that still I think the same? So, I
2: think so. Um, when I was down there, that was kind of how the rule was. That's yeah. why that's what Chachu means. Oh,
0: uncle! Thank you. Yeah, Chachu means yeah.
2: uncle. So yeah. I had a little Chachu and a big Chachu, and then there was Daddy Abu and and uh, Grandma Me, uh, and then there was uh, Hassanan and Ikra, which were my cousins. Um, and then I had another one I can't uh, Asha, which is my mom. Bless you. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Asha. (laughs) A sneeze. (laughs) I think Asha was my mom's name. I can't remember what my name was. My brother's name is Zan, so he has an Islamic name as well. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it was it was interesting. I tried to go to school, Uh, come to find out that I was too advanced for their school, and I wasn't allowed to go. And I was too American.
0: I know a lot of. Yeah, a lot of the age level. If you talk the average, like twenty-year-old American
2: versus there, it's like sixth grade. It, yeah, sixth grade. I was I was in generally. fifth grade. I was in fifth grade and go to their fifth grade. I was learning what they would be learning in middle school. So I wonder if they just don't have the
1: resources to keep
0: up with. Right, it might be intentional, and it might not be yeah. to you know keep people in a certain cast. But system. you did you did the most common the thing education you had there though
2: was you had a very select of three groups you had the elders you had mm-hmm. the young ones and then you had the teenagers and stuff right so the young little kids they loved the Americans yeah. loved the Americans they were superheroes right Western culture is attractive <clears throat> right very attractive and I remember when Hassan and Inicra went to school and they told everyone that they had an American at their house there was a little a street that could hold two carts a little legit wagon carts okay and there was a very small street there was kids that lined that whole street from side to side on all the way down it. It was at least a mm-hmm. half mile. And there was all these kids running to the building. I lived in a three-story mansion that was made out of nothing but marble. Mm-hmm. It was super cool. Like marble old, and golden Old
0: world money that's just yeah. generational wealth passed. Right. The buildings are there. No one quite knows who built yeah, them. Right. No one
2: knows who really built yeah, them, but they're, it was they're there. just like he, my, my brother's dad. There's a lot of him. that in history. He, he just built another mansion there. You know? But anyways... Um, and then you have the the teenagers, the younger kids, the twenties. The you know, they hate the Americans. Yeah. They do not want nothing to do were, with it.
0: Was that a result of the because indoctrination of the, war. Of the education, yes. the war and stuff? Enough yeah. War. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So they did not like the Americans. And the elders, they didn't care for the Americans either. But they understood their political reasons. Yeah. They understood that we were there to help, but they didn't like our methods. Yeah. So it was a, kind of a hit and miss on an elder person plus when you spoke to another person you had to like be, be very formal. very very respectful yeah. like when i would go talk to daddy abu even though daddy abu was super awesome guy really great guy i'd come in like my shoes were off i'd come in ah oh, daddy abu so, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm a salam Alaikum, assalam you know something and then he would he would speak to me you know and it was it was rare but um i had a lot of fun being down there i really did and then i tried to go to their um what was it? Uh, their place of ritual or whatever. The um, can't think of it. Right like a mausoleum type. Um,
0: it'd be more like a mosque there. Yes, it? a mosque. mosque. Okay. Yeah, I went yeah. To, I tried to go to their mosque. And uh, I That probably wasn't allowed, was it? No. Yeah, you're not allowed as to be there. As soon as I took you're... my shoes
2: off, because yeah. big Chachu, or uh, little Chachu, come up to me and he's like, hey, you got to take your shoes off. And I was like, okay, yeah." No problem. And so I took my shoes off, because that was custom. Mm-hmm. Anytime you went to someone's house, you had to take your shoes off. And you had yeah. to wear open-toed sandals. I tried to pull it off with socks. That was a total no-go. <laughs> so I had to wear sandals. And so I took off my shoes, and as soon as my foot hit the fucking door, this priest comes out of nowhere, and he's just yelling in Arabic, just mm-hmm. la la la, la la. and I'm like, what's going on? He goes, you get the, get out of here now. You are too American. Yeah. You are not one of us. You cannot to step foot on these holy grounds. I was and like, that, what? Isn't
0: that gross that yeah. a religion does that to somebody? Yeah, and I was like, what are you talking about? And that's, so, yeah, Chachi that's how like, I know I'm in the wrong religion. If that's yeah. my religion, if they're that
2: exclusive. Yeah, yeah, I was too American to go there.
0: Dude, the same thing happened to me in Cologne, Germany. Oh, I um, can imagine. My oldest brother, Cassidy, myself, and my friend Wyatt went over because a foreign exchange student came my freshman year of high school, and I be- I became friends with him. He played a soccer team with him. Yeah, yeah shout he was out a to good Julian. Dude. Julian Lucas um, and all the guys out there. He's from a small town east of Cologne, like an hour. It's called Lindlar. He says small, it's like 300,000 people. Oh, right? my God. And. We go to his uh, his church in his hometown. It's like 900 years old. It's this small wow. stone. It's a, It's amazing. The stained glass and the stone, it's incredible, right? You can yeah. see and feel the history. No problems there. We go to the Rhine Cathedral in Cologne. The big cathedral. You Google it, you'll know oh exactly what I'm talking It's the one right on the Rhine. It's the gothic-looking, massive spires. The spire one that was made back, back in
2: the Renaissance. And, yep.
0: Oh. So. Theoretically.
2: Again, we don't, we don't necessarily know. know. It's right, I, I think right. it's a
0: bunch of inheritors, honestly. Yeah. But anyway, we go to walk in this church because it's like big, long streets, kind of Chicago style, tons of businesses and buildings. And they all go to the central kind of square where the church is right by the river. Yeah. And it branches in every direction. You can kind of just pick one. Um, well, we go up to the building and Julian's like, seriously, man. There is no talking here. Like, be very quiet. Be very respectful. This is a, a working Catholic church, man. You know, this is, they're probably having service, so be very quiet. I'm like, yeah, of course, of course, you know. Yeah. And so we walk in the door, and you just kind of walk in. You see the people sitting down. There is a Catholic German priest speaking Latin giving, like, wow. a service. And they're swinging the aromatic perfume of like oh, incense yeah. and myrrh holy, holy dude in the middle yeah, oh my and God. i'm just like holy oh. crap i'm looking around i look to my left i see the table of the candles that you light for your loved ones, your oh, ones. and your lost ones, relics and yeah. dude right on the stone column here i see the little holy water bowl and i'm just i lean over Julian, i'm like hey and then all of a sudden a german priest comes out and starts speaking germany but i i knew very simplistic german and he's speaking right. so fast and angrily yeah. i'm like julian what's going on he's like take off your hat, take off your hat. Me and Cass walked in a Catholic church with our hats on. Oh
2: no. And that's a big no, no, That is a huge. And then he's
0: watching us after we take our hats. He keeps saying some German, but kind of quieter as if he's just like these idiots. I can't believe these, you know, these stupid Americans. We start walking by the column to go to the back of the church. So we don't disrupt anymore. And I walk by the holy water and he grabs a hold of my arm and pulls me back violently and starts speaking more German and points the holy water. And Julian's like, man, clean yourself like what you have to do the catholic cross mm-hmm. the crucifixion sign with the water before you do walk it. in come in. Wow. so i walked oh. in with my hat on like cast <laughs> strike and two. <laughs> at, <in> German. <laughs> and then we yeah. sit here and we don't do the little yeah. <whistles> the father son holy spirit thing yeah and dude he was not Blue, and julian oh, was embarrassed oh and he's just God. like careful i'm like julian you didn't tell me about any. i'm yeah. you know i'm not catholic <laughs> i took you to my church in america multiple times you know i'm not catholic man you got to tell me these things man i'm not trying to disrespect anybody here you know, i just i just want to see this beautiful hey, tell church, me the rituals man. before we yeah yeah yeah, yeah no joke but after that it was gorgeous you see the old hundreds and hundreds of years old organ system the old that yeah, all that the pipes is and everything all oh, over the walls, yeah. and you know why they call it the organ is because there's theories that these old world technology was very advanced in its way, and we lost things. Music literally changed in the mid kind of 1800s to early yeah. 1900s, and we changed the frequency or the hertz, same way you would change like the voltage on your welder to yep, cut different yep. materials, yep. thicknesses. Um, we changed the hertz from 432. For 40, and what happens When you have like uh, a speaker If you literally take a speaker like a yeah. Sub speaker and you put it on a table Facing up speaker cone is on top Facing up and you put like a piece of paper Covering our cardboard right. and you put Sand on this cardboard and you kind of a nice level yes when you turn on the speaker at 432 it creates a sacred geometry type pattern it's this weird pattern that looks like one of those old tools in the 90s that girls used to color with the wheels the cog wheels and it made cool designs same thing and you can play different notes in this 432 hertz and it makes a beautiful pattern that is is, it's it's weird now listen this is where it gets interesting when we changed to 440 Hertz instead of 432 the rise of more things like cancers and stuff started happening you could equate that to industrial revolution because that is along the same timeline but we have to theoretically look at the whole thing holistically what happened around the whole earth all circumstances the reason why they called it the organ theoretically this is theorized right. is that the organ used to heal your organs it was the heart of the faith, the heart of the church, and if you had certain ailments, they used to know chords mm. or songs that could heal I you. I know exactly what you're talking about. And they would yeah. display frequencies in the 432 hertz range that playing, like, an A minor 7 in 432 might be for uh, mental, like... Blockage. Schizophrenia yeah. or a hemorrhage or aneurysm. Yeah. And And so they called it the organ. Mm -hmm. And through sound and music, we will heal you. And what do we have today? Music therapy. Because we know I can write a song that makes you cry. I can write a song that makes you happy. I can write a song that makes you rage.
1: But even the adverse, like they're using it for destruction now. I know the police
0: can turn on the certain
1: frequency where it's almost paralysis. Now let me finish. You can have a victim freeze up and stun. They can't move.
0: If you change using that same speaker model that we just described, with the sand and the cone and everything, and you change it to 440 hertz instead of the classic 432, and you play your normal A chord, what it used to be maybe a circle with trapezoids and some squares and triangles that naturally just happen to play out from the sound waves makes the sand make this pattern. The 440 now makes a disheveled mess Hmm. of a pattern that's no longer geometric, it's oblong and I- irrational, and, that's why it doesn't and
2: blend with you because it's not geometric. Yes. you're asymmetrical. Yes, you are ge- geometric- uh, geometrically built,
0: and we're geometrically perfect. Right. Our systems work in weird, like electrical ways. You know, like our brain oh, is electrically. Just the endocrine system. is so complex. So it's, it's not unfathomable it's like and unreasonable to kept. think that <laughs> this theory is not true. I think it very well could be that we've lost many. Skills and trades and technologies in the past, clearly, over a variety of resets, conquering and destructions, right. uh, destroying civilizations that we thought were evil and magical. Yeah. And they might have been, but they also might have been doing a couple things technical that were good. And we discredited it all at the time because maybe they One were doing bad evil apple things. Spoiled the rest of the batch. And so that's why they think the organ was called the organ is because the frequency at what we used to play, play. in And then it changed in modern times with modern medicine and industrial revolution, taxing fuel and electricity. All of a sudden, we're charging people to, you know, do like this used to be you lit a candle and oil and you heat your home. You built a fire. Now they found a way to tax your energy, too. So now you're in this constant work Work. of working for energy that is free around you depending on how you get it and what you use. And there's a theory that they knew of a couple more accessible energy sources, such as electromagnetic gravitational poles, which we know that works. Tesla coils. uh, There's... Uh, friction to cr- generate heat, no. copper coils, and moving a piece of iron through the middle. There's all sorts of ways that, that was funny. <laughs> I just did. Uh, <laughs> we, there are all sorts of ways that we have collected energy from the start of civilization to now. And energy can mean a bunch of things from eating food that generates energy, correct? Right. To electricity and everywhere in between. And we have lost, undoubtedly, we have lost. Many of those connections and tools and techniques and energy sources, and they because they can't monetize that. You know, they found a couple energy sources that they can monetize gas, oil, you know. Now, California is literally taxing your cattle for methane gas per head. You oh, own yeah. 20 cows every, every cow. Ca- driving cars, <laughs> mileage taxes. They're taxing the air you breathe now on top of the energy that you're trying to produce for work. Because yeah, energy ridiculous. equals work output. Right? So
2: here, here's, a, here's some food for thought or whatever. Um, do you think it would ever be possible to go back to the primal state?
0: Yes, but not by You'd have to us be outside willingly of. doing it. It would yeah, take a and, collapse, right? That's what a I was reset. Uh, uh,
2: there's this. There's a song. Uh, I don't Real, want that. There's a song by Stick Figures called "World on Fire." It's a great album too. But in the song, the guy talks about taking all the riches in the world and burning them, and not having any form of money or currency. Because That's such if, a Marxist thing, there but, is good in it theoretically, right? Theoretically, but if you look at it though, no one's gonna do anything for free because if you're no, just doing exactly. trade it would go if you're for doing a trade, trade barter system it right, it devalues
1: it which will then the, that property though, right, to because another you're, not currency. Right. So your not you're not working for it
0: so your hundred thousand dollar car is not worth a hundred thousand because you're not working for a hundred thousand right right that's the problem with socialism that's why it's it devalues work, everything right. and it takes your property right. that's my problem i'm all about people being successful and having the things they need to survive and to succeed because you know me equal opportunity i don't like equal outcome though and that's where it always fails it goes inevitably towards that and it's never equal the rich and elite get everything the say, the property, the wealth and the platforms to speak and the control of it all and you and I reap the horrible side of the Marxist approach which is well maybe I see my neighbor struggling maybe we should all chip in maybe you should go to your neighbor's door and talk to him see what your neighbor is struggling with That's my thought. And if it's something that he, she, whoever can work out and you might be able to help them in some way, help them. Right. That's the kind of capitalist. We're a society. We're all here together. We're all a team. I want to help you because I might need help in the future. And we I want to see everyone succeed. And that's why. You know, absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And as long as we have politicians and these leaders telling us how to live our life, it's never going to be what we want. Right. Equal. It'll be out of our control. But if you and I, you know, talk about this and we get more people to believe the same way we do, hopefully we'll have more public servants instead of politicians. But even Public if you made your,
1: made your way out of society as a whole and kind of do your own thing on your own property, weighing in the boons, you know,
0: Living off you green. still have to They're have some politics, kind of man. Yeah, exactly. Still, politics is politics. Yeah. You got to have it in the workplace. You got to have it in your home. Yeah.
2: But then does it come down to either politics or is that morals?
0: Well, you need well, have moral politics. That's what I'm saying. That's right. why capitalism isn't bad. I believe in moral politics capitalism I don't believe in Walmart buying up a hundred corporations a year so they can have 300 businesses so that year. still the big fish. So, yes yeah. that's not moral no. but what is moral is being charitable promoting other businesses other products giving small businesses the chance to sell not products in a big venue and that's the final yeah. thing that's the final cap on the moral thing not taking advantage of either the consumer or, or the producer. supplier and producer and s- seller. You can't, everyone needs to have a fair shake. You need to make money, I know it. Right. Everyone needs to make money along the way, and I will reward you with my dollar. That's why I I love researching companies of...
2: Doing it that way would bring back more uh, power to the dollar, Absolutely.
0: Too. It would empower our entire economy. Buying right. American and buying smart not just american but buying from countries that believe the same moral capitalist Yes, but then again things are yes. going to be
1: more expensive because it's even and they got to pay more to this yes. more, more to yes. this guy true, to, they know? will be
0: more expensive initially but then whenever competition makes up bingo. Right? bingo and that's why moral capitalism to me is supreme
2: and that's why they're not going to want to try to push it because no. they're like it's so correct. expensive yeah, it's, it's like, well, yeah it but it's then. the the risk outweighs the cost man like, i need to well, pee real that, that, quick i'll be right yeah. back or do you want to hit a pause? We can do intermission? Yeah, we can
1: do an intermission.
0: It's, uh, it's kind of hard for me to sync him up in the Okay, if we, uh, gotcha. If we can
1: stop. So well, he's gone. making a tinkle right now, so it's just TNT back on the mic. <laughs> uh,
2: I'm going to have to make a tinkle, too, man. All right, yeah. It it's kind of hit
1: me, too. I drink that monster pretty quick here. <laughs> yeah, I got that TNT. I was kind of hoping right. we could pause this, but you know, it's all right. We can, uh, we can tough it out
2: a little bit. We can tough it out a little bit. Right, I saved my New Year's Eve party. When you, su- when you tinkled yourself? <laughs> no, I got super hammered, and then everybody was waiting in a Taco Bell drive-thru for like an hour and a half with just full-on ready to have to pee. Like it sucked. Oh, that does suck. Yeah. It's always
1: good to have an empty Gatorade bucket or bottle in your car, you know, just in case. You gotta make. I wasn't gonna. I stop. wasn't gonna <laughs>
2: piss in the van. Fuck that. There was oh, t- there's other people. <laughs> yeah, there was. <laughs> oh, okay. How <laughs> okay. thought you're by yourself? That's, <laughs> no, no, I'm not gonna do that. Oh <laughs> God,
1: no. All right, everyone, avert your eyes. I <laughs> am <beam>. being. <laughs> everyone, look away. Don't make eye contact. All right, I gotta go. <laughs> okay, I'm back. All right, now uh, Tyler's gonna go make a tinkle.
0: Yeah, we're working in shifts here.
3: We work hard for the money,
0: just right around the shed, yeah, yeah, either way, so we we were talking about moral capitalism, I want to say, so I have socialist or what they believe they think they are socialists, they're really communist and fascists friends that have some social swing points and stuff here and there, but they sincerely believe <clears throat> that their viewpoints of you know equality and racial injustice and economic injustice they they think that all this stems uh you know from politicians in the right. They think that Republicans have done this and they're the only answer to our society and our problems.
1: So they just want to replace the blame on one particular party just to...
0: And it's not like all of their ideas are bad. However, when it comes to what we talked about earlier, execution, they never execute. And if they do, they execute the opposite of what you voted for. Right. So, okay, I'll take you at your word. If you say you want you know, so-and-so, A, B, and C done policy-wise, and your end goal is this. Well, you're putting your faith and trust in your party to then vote on these, present them, and then follow them without, you know, adjustments. And unfortunately, I don't trust the Democrat Party any more than I trust the Republican Party. We've already talked about that a lot, that they... (laughs) They are not representative, you know, of the voters, the constituents. So you have my super left, super liberal friends that believe, and you know, we need to have even more social welfare. I I need my college debt. Mind if I go light on cigarettes, by the way? I'm oh sorry yeah, for
2: interrupting you there, man. Um,
0: and you know it's all fine and dandy and your ideas may be good, but the execution is flawed because they never do what you want. Is that, I mean, like challenge what I just said. It has your favorite politicians, you know, your presidential candidates in the last 10 to 12 years done what you have thought they were going to do. And the answer is always no, you know, for the most part, well, you know.
2: I mean, okay. So I, I, I know a lot of people are going to, hate me on this but trump did do some things that's no
0: absolutely he is the only and i i talk about it. he was the best worst thing to happen to america i personally really loved his policies for the most part and you un i mean undeniably he had the best foreign policy of any president we've ever had especially in modern times he just didn't get us into wars. He withdrew us from things. He kept us on the world stage, feared and respected. And he brought our economy back. So, yeah, I completely agree. I just try not to talk about him so much because it's so divisive. You know, you always get people that are just yeah, so... Yeah, I don't want to start You just mention stuff. the name. Yeah, and unfortunately, people are retarded, man. You know, like, most people are just retarded in what they believe. They don't... they They take things so extreme that they don't want to have regular conversations and be able to discuss policies actions and execution and no i wholeheartedly agree the only president that i've ever seen in my lifetime do almost every single thing that they said on the campaign trail was donald trump yes there was no president you,
2: you can totally tell um, they did that you can totally tell how each person feels when they run their campaign you can see, if you watch them during the campaign run the campaign yeah. trial They're one person. And And then then watch the first year in office. First year in office, they're a whole other person. Look Look at Joe Biden.
0: Look at this mess. Exactly. Every decision, and I'm not a smart person when it comes to foreign policy and international affairs and domestic affairs. I know what I know, and that is little, and I'm flawed in certain beliefs, and I'm learning. However, he has done literally the opposite of every single thing that you should be doing as— a first-world superpower that America is he's literally done the opposite and the he only America
2: like a business the
0: only reason that I could think of that one would make such a consistency of the worst not just bad the worst decisions would be for nefarious actions Nefarious. 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 this this guy <laughs> or whoever's really running the show Kamala or the Democrat Party or whoever This is literally the worst administration in American history. I've never seen some. I mean, other than putting Americans in concentration camps, which was a Democrat as well, you know, 100 years ago, 80 years ago. So what are we what are we fighting here for? You know, it's if
1: If, you I I don't know, it's kind of double edged sword, because do you want someone that gets something done, but maybe radical in his doings? Or do you want someone to get nothing done? And be, just you well, know, play put it that same neutral.
0: perspective into the workplace. Then, that right. same symbology. Do you mm-hmm. want a boss, a boss meaning not a manager, an owner, an owner of your business? Do you want an owner that's just content with one, two contracts, Tyler, like we've had to deal with?
3: Yeah.
0: Or do you want a, a owner that ensures that you're constantly going to play ball? That you're in play ball, meaning run the economy, you, run you businesses, business bring businesses in, back, yes, more contracts. And the, 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 more importantly, those contracts are fair for both sides, including us and where we can and when we can, American made to allow the American people to reap the rewards of our production and work. Instead, we've sent everything offshore and overseas. And that was Trump's best Policy outside of not going to war with anybody, was keeping us and the American dollar as stable as possible through rough times. And after war, after war, after war, after war, you know, setting dates and timelines for that. Well, Trump withdrew us out of Afghanistan. No, No, he had a contract set up. The Taliban weren't following it. It was set to be renewed or not, up for renegotiation. And the Bidens did not negotiate, and they surrendered surrendered we turned tail and run and now we're meddling in Ukraine we just relinquished control of an air force carrier to NATO for the first time since the world war To go meddle with thousands of troops, American soldiers are now being deployed to Ukraine to sit on the line against 100,000 Russians on the line. What do you talk? Russia, Iran, and China are starting World War III with Biden.
2: That's crazy.
0: Bro, they're literally starting World War III here for no reason.
1: Well, monetary gain. Well, f- There's they, money in yes, war.
0: Yes, yes. Well, I mean, they have the reason, but I'm talking about <laughs> logical, right, reasonable right, right. reasons. For they're anyone not, else that's going to be yes, all
2: caught in the, the fire.
0: Morals. This is not like a, uh, we have to go in and save these people because they're going in and slaughtering millions. You know, this is a genocide. we got to help. No, right. this, no is,
2: this, is, this is all political. This
0: is political meddling, and they're drawing us into the war intentionally. And I'm afraid to say that in the next two years, if something is not done, I feel like we're being with against our will, drawn into another world war against Russia, Iran, and China. And all three of them are nuclear. And all three of them don't give a crap about United States <laughs> or the people here. Quite the contrary. Yeah, you
1: start messing with nuke bombs, I mean, you're blowing They're countries. not
0: going to nuke us. You know what I mean? They're going to launch a nuke above us and EMP yeah. us. Is If it blows oh, yeah, up dude, above that's us, that's, that's it. Nothing. They shut down like, our grid. 60% of us die in a week.
2: Yeah, Well, yeah, because, I mean, technology. A lot of our medicals ran off of technology. A yeah. lot of well, our and communications not to mention, is Many technology.
1: people cannot survive. They don't have our, the skills. or missile to defense. To survive. Yeah, exactly. That.
0: Our right. defense is Our technology. radars, yeah.
2: everything. We would be in the dark. We would be in the dark ages, and it would be a hard and long battle.
0: This has been a long staging because I saw it during Obama. I remember year one, I remember hearing uh, a quote that no one paid attention to. I did it literally made me nauseous. I didn't know what to do with this information. It was public, but no one seemed to talk about it. Russia bought like 30,000 vacuum tube bombers from World War II and they revamped them. Why? Because a vacuum tube bomber is run off of a vacuum tube. Same one you would put in a TV, but military grade. The old TVs or a guitar amp. These are not run off electronics. So if an EMP blows up, you still have have full bomber planes. They bought tens of thousands of these. They then bought Like 60,000 typewriters so that there's no electronic transmissions, that we can't intercept signals, that they can just message request paper documents, shred them and burn them. And they've been doing this for like 20 some years publicly. How long have they been actually doing it? I don't think we ever left the Cold War. I think it's constant. And we've just been nudging with China Cold War and Russia Cold War, Middle East Cold Wars with hot wars peppered throughout with the aid of Russia coming in and hepi- helping Iran and Afghanistan and We're Taliban, Boko Haram, the they're fueling it because this is literally, remember, if if I'm a wealthy billionaire and I want to make money, I'm going to fund an activist group and another activist group and make them fight because then I collect money every time. I just, yep. both sides, I'm collecting money. Same thing for Democrats or Republicans. Same thing for countries going to war. Terrorist groups, factions, ethnicity groups, genociding other ones there's literally genocides right now as we speak happening Of course, we're we're not doing anything there's open air slave markets right now where people are being bought and sold human trafficking right now human trafficking and who was the number one president that brought that to light
2: President Trump
0: thank you and what did he do he single handedly with his organization shut down dozens and dozens and dozens of these traffickers these low life worms these scum of the earth lizard people
2: I'm going to kind of switch gears here a little bit switch it what about Elon Musk? What's up with this guy?
0: He just said last night that he's not opposed to buying out the social media platforms with his wealth and being like, Interesting. I'm thinking wow. about making it uh, you guys, free speech. You guys,
2: you, guys, you guys heard about his whole uh, hunger to end world hunger stuff yes, as well. Yes, like, yes. They actually, I heard that they actually ended up getting him the information on mm-hmm. how he can do it with how much money he offered. Mm-hmm. That's, We're just waiting on him to say yay or nay. Yeah. Do you think that could actually work? Listen, um.
0: listen to this. Y- yes, however, it's never going to. Something's going to stop it. Something's well, going to derail it. First of it. all, let me say this: all the numbers were like eight out of ten children in America go to bed hungry. No, what what the what what that statistic is is like they ask first graders in their class at like ten a.m. Are you hungry? And the teacher counts, and they get the number like. Eight out of ten, of my kids said they're hungry, and that they go to bed hungry. Okay, well, I was constantly hungry when I was a child.
2: Oh yeah, <laughs> dude. That doesn't
0: mean I'm malnourished, and doesn't mean I'm not getting meals. Right. But they present it in a way that it's misleading intentionally, so, the statistics so are they skewed. can then create an agency or an organization to funnel money, and then never stop. So the stop reason why it. it's
2: not going to work is because it doesn't exist. Correct.
0: And this is what was just said. Jordan Peterson, if I'm not mistaken, was just on Rogan, and I think it was him. Might have been the guy or girl before him uh, Rogan was talking about he's like you know how many people like really die of hunger he's like there's almost nobody today yeah. almost nobody dies because of there's also hunger. there's also
2: right. evidence proving that america has the most plentiful food like there's so yeah. much food waste oh we course. are so it doesn't make sense to have yeah. world hunger when you yeah. have a world waste yeah. but there's also
1: laws against providing yeah. food that's already been and that's
0: politics and meddling right. of businesses you, know I mean? you gotta throw that subways throw that gotta throw.
2: Out. subways gotta throw out their bread if oh, it hasn't yeah. been sold within yeah. a couple of right. days you know, same thing with pizza. If there's and a pizza that's made, yeah. and someone cancels their order. Instead they have of to throw selling away. the
0: bread the next day is a right. dollar loaf, day well, old I, bread. That literally was a th- day old bread. Right. i buy it all the bread. time in oh, Walmart, yeah. a dollar yeah, a loaf yeah. for the French loaf. Just
1: yep. a, it's that liability. If someone gets sick, then they sick get sued, and then oh, okay, well we just lost you know whatever two billion dollars on this lawsuit or whatever. Yeah, it was. yeah, exactly.
2: Out of out of a dollar ninety nine bread loaf. Right.
0: And these are because these politicians are faces of corporations, plural. They're no different than uh, Ricky Bobby. I got my uh, maple syrup here. I got this and this. They're, if you were to put on their suit jackets, their horribly tailored suit jackets, by they would literally look yeah. like a NASCAR. Oh yeah, driver. Yeah. They have all these Pfizer, oil energy, Moderna,
1: pharmaceutical, Johnson
0: yeah. and Johnson, uh, Walmart. You know they have they have yeah. all of these sponsors on them, and they're just like, "I'm gonna end the Republicans' tyranny on women." And you're like, first of all, Republicans voted unanimously to give women's rights because Democrats were almost all unanimous, but like two, to not give women rights. You know what happened? Black people, same exact thing." Almost all unanimous Republicans fighting, that's the whole start of the Republican Party, was to free and end slavery. And almost all unanimous Democrats voted against it for their industry and slave and capital. And all throughout history, you see who is on the right and who's on the left side of history here. And you can't say, well, the party's flip flop No, Stephen Crowder literally just did a louder with Crowder this week on how that is a myth. The parties have never flip flopped. You have no. just we bought have into the, the belief groups. of what politicians in that party doesn't want right. to doesn't want to talk about their history of that party because it's disgusting. It's the stuff the they've said. They're
2: trying to make themselves look a lot better to get more people constantly to come in. Voters
0: on, is yeah. all they care about. Can give right. me the vote. Yeah. I don't vote. care about you, because, Tyler. I want your vote.
2: Because they understand that if they get the, the majority vote, they're able to have more of control, which yeah. if the House is more Democratic, if you notice, the House passes more Democratic laws. All the time, constantly. All the time. Same thing with the Republicans. Yep. The, the table will flip. It's party for party. Party for party, right. And now we have, what, House of, Re- of Republic with a Democratic Party, Right. Or did they get rid Dems of them? Dems have everything, yeah. right? They now. got everything. They have right control now. over yep. everything. So A since Republican. Trump came out, out of office, they took, they that's took why out 2022,
0: Walmart. this year, is the yeah. voting year. And Republicans, guess what? Are sweeping already. Yeah. You're talking yeah. governors and mayors have been swept across the nation another red wave. Why? It's not because the Republicans doing anything right. The Republicans have at least stayed on topic. And right. they have demonstrated they've shown the track record here look at what democrats have put you through democrats have put you through this for the last two years look well no it's not okay look at governor ron DeSantis. look at california yeah your argument doesn't stand you know new york doesn't stand democrats put you through this and republicans are getting you out why are you fleeing your democrat state to go to republicans if republicans aren't aren't freeing you right so money talks Businesses are yeah. open in these red states. You know, people want their freedoms back. Freedom talks. They're moving to red states. Yeah. The governor races, these local elections speak volumes. And if they are not allowed to cheat with fraud, mm-hmm. they're losing by a red wave. Dude. Of course. In 2022 and 2024. Their policies are what's getting them unelected. You know, right. it's oh. their actions, not their words. People have... A lot of people have started to realize you can't just hear them and listen to what they're saying and trust them. You have to look at their actions and their track record. And just like we discussed, Trump's campaign trail. Once he stopped making fun of the other Republicans, which is hilarious. Yeah, so that. funny. That was Once great. he stopped making fun of them. Oh, Lion Ted. Yeah. <laughs> I, loved, I, loved, I loved all the crooked Hillary. Oh, crooked Hillary. Sleepy Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy, Joe. Sleepy Joe. Lion Ted. And he was so good at the names because oh, it yeah. works. People acknowledge it. Why does it work? Because you saw the history, the track record, the voting record, and the actions of these p- career politicians. And he was calling them out.
1: And if the shoe fits. Yes. He's calling. (laughs) Guess what?
0: Guess what, Hillary? You are crooked. You're crooked. Ted, you're lying. You're lying, Ted. (laughs) Listen, listen. I'm going to make a beautiful country. It's going to be the best. It's going to be the biggest and the best. Listen, you've never seen a country like what I'm going to (laughs) make. And we hadn't. It was unbelievable. I was like, there's (laughs) no way you are going to do even a half. I even said it. I said, if he even does a quarter of the things that he's you know just been rambling off about like this could be insanely legendary in American I, I history.
2: I remember when Trump ran his com- campaign. Oh, yeah. Dude, I was against someone, him in the, in the primaries me, at first. Someone told me, they're like, hey, man, did you hear about Trump running for president? I'm like, nah. Yeah. You're talking about that guy from that freaking was like, reality who, show? Kanye? Yeah. It was, <laughs> a, <game. laughs> it was no. a joke and a meme no, for the longest time. And then whenever he and was he serious about it, we are like, whoa. And then he started whoa. talking. Yeah, and
0: I was so, I, I and like, I like what he's saying. And then he started doing it. Bingo. Right. And that's what sold me because I said, okay, prove it.
2: Prove exactly. It. Exactly. Prove
0: it! Prove it! I want to see it. I want to see you ending all these was, things. I want to see quote. you end sex trafficking and what happened. It's like it's crazy. Started busting people left and right all over the country, which means they knew about it.
3: Yeah, they had. The they knew about. And him. they just the FBI
0: them. did it again. The CIA did it again. They knew about these people. Massive dude. And all of a sudden, Trump comes in, and all of a sudden we have a uh, federal sting. Thirty-seven. You know, ten to eight. Or 10 to 12 year old girls were saved and you're like, what? Yeah. And it's weekly. It, it was like weekly. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: It yeah. was. How did you know about all this? Did Trump just magically open files up? No, because no. it was
2: there the whole time. Yeah,
0: they were doing nothing about it. Right. Disband these three-letter organizations. I've oh, said it but time now and time we don't
2: again. have to worry about mean tweets anymore. Oh,
0: yeah. Even though he called the reporter stupid son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Live
2: air. Stupid son of a bitch. You know, Are you kidding I, me? I was yeah. fun, fun uh, funny story was I was actually playing online one time. Uh, I was playing this one game and I came across somebody. They asked me, said, "Hey, who do you vote for?" And I said, "Well, honestly, I didn't really vote, but you know, just I was working. I was way busy." Anyways, coming to find out, they voted for Biden. And I was like, "So, like, you guys really wanted that guy?" And he's like, "No." No, it was an
0: anti-Trump vote. Ex- all, all of them were anti-Trump. He, he was
2: like, "No," he goes, "I just didn't like either one of the can the candidates." Because I couldn't stand any one of the candidates I mean that's that were
0: fair vote or so vote. so
2: is it better to not vote exactly. then? Yes. Yeah, exactly yes
0: exactly and that and that it is <laughs> yeah and that
2: uh, well because if is. your vote has so much power to vote if you don't vote wouldn't it have the same amount of power in fact I mean yeah but here's another thing that do people are also wanting to vote for presidents what we need to do is actually be also voting for Congress yes. too because there's been people in Congress that it, Congress doesn't for have sure. the same terms as presidency. but the
0: problem is the uh separation of powers where right. it is now, or where it was before a lot of the laws came in, they were able to be removed easily right. if something was going wrong. Now there's a process, there's but always a they, they do need to be voted in, and they, a lot of them are, but only for certain positions. Right. And I agree that more positions should be offered up, but at the same time that is stepping more towards a direct democracy. Which is not neither bad nor good however that would involve you a lot more involvement in voting meaning you would be voting in the booth about every week or every two weeks on voting on everything. every issue yeah. which is uh, good and bad but that would right. require an educated voter and do you trust our voters in this country now? Nah, Absolutely not. not. No,
2: Because it's going to be Absolutely all not. social media yeah. based. Yeah. It's going to be all opinionated. Yep. So that's why
0: a direct democracy a now I wouldn't want because <clears throat> no. it's too easy to sway the public already right. with our system. Social now media we have would have delegations yeah. and people yeah. that are represented Representatives of areas, and if you don't like them, you can campaign to get that person gone, or you can campaign yourself. Right, but there has to be some sort of check and balance because it, corruption's too easy in that kind of circumstance in right. a direct democracy. It
2: might have been a little bit better earlier. For earlier. sure, no, absolutely it was. But now absolutely with social was. media, yeah.
1: I think it's more of the uh, you just want be to be just the another selfie McDonald's with ad. the
0: I voted sticker rather yeah. than
1: what you're actually doing here.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be like another McDonald's ad. Come I mean, down here and vote at your local vote in the
0: primaries. Initially, I liked uh, Ted Cruz, and there was another dude I really liked, and then I also liked uh, what's her name on the Democrat Party. Uh, she she shut down Kamala Harris. It was so good. Joe actually talks about her too. I can't remember. Um, starts with a T, maybe. I can't remember. But anyway, she she was the only candidate that was semi-reasonable. I didn't like all of her policies, but if a Democrat was going to get in office, I would rather her, because she was more moderate and more independent. was
2: there also a George Cruz or something like that?
0: No, there was Ted Cruz. There was, I mean, yeah. I can't remember who all the... I mean, there was like 13 Republicans, then they dwindled down, because Trump narrowed them down. But after the, like, second or the third debate on the Republican side, I started leaving Cruz because I saw discrepancies that I didn't agree with. And he was lying Mm -hmm. and I was like, lying Ted just like Trump's right. And then he started calling Hillary. I'm like, well, I know Trump's right there. I've seen that. that. He starts calling all these other politicians. I'm like, Hey, Trump's really right. Call, call that Kamala with the, with the keeping black inmates in prison with exonerating evidence just so she could work them in the wildfires for, Minimum beyond minimum wage, like yeah, dirt that's, cheap.
3: That's
1: free labor. She right had there.
0: exonerating yeah. evidence, not just criminals, not just convicts that are in prison for life or for long sentences, exonerating innocent people that were your charges are dropped. Yeah, and she kept them there to exploit their labor. He called that out, and the other girl did too. The Democrat girl called her out and her horrific drug policies of imprisoning black Americans in California and all that. Like, she single handedly imprisoned. Like 10,000, maybe more, black Americans for marijuana-related only offenses. And she's the black, cool woman, social kind of person. Are you kidding me?
2: Wasn't Trump the one that uh, ended up um, decriminalizing marijuana?
0: I'm not positive on who decriminalized it. That 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 would be a representative or congressman, more than likely. I don't more than likely. No, he wasn't against it, and he wasn't for For it. it. But 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 he he did sign.
2: He did sign against the Delta Nine stuff. Correct. That's why there's a Delta Eight.
0: Um, um, he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. He doesn't do drugs. He's never done a single cigarette. Never done his. And I believe him. That's how Trump was raised. That's how he raised his family. The Trump kids aren't like that, but. Trump himself, that's why he has the success he has. Because he had the drive, determination, and work output beyond anything like anyone's ever seen. Oh, yeah. You see people like Elon Musk now doing that just in the ways of tech. There's more money in tech. Right. Trump did it in real estate.
2: Real estate and business. Yeah,
0: and he did it so well. And he took that oh, yeah. same mindset and organization and management skills to the United States government because, surprise, surprise, we're a business. Right, he ran America like yeah. it was supposed to be, like a business. And we... uh. Claim so much of our respect and economy back and worth as citizens and as a country. And then it all went down the drain within a couple months of Biden. Very he, bombed the per- he bombed Syria, Syria yeah. and then he starts attacking the U.S. dollar, gets rid of our pipeline, shuts it down, gives it to Russia, yeah. drives up fuel, starts sending our country's workforce back to China, Right. He makes us not energy independent anymore. He fires seventy thousand truckers, vaccine mandates, all sorts of. I mean, are you kid- getting us in World War Three almost with Russia, China? Well, and Well, he did not care. What He's not gonna going to last another ten years, on, dude. Yeah, yeah dude.
1: that old man is going to be gone before you know it. It is. I mean, just just look at what the
2: campaign did to Obama. Man, that guy started off looking hella young, and now. Yeah. He- now he's got all this gray and white he, hair. You got to imagine old, the stress. Wrinkled motherfuckers. Trump too. Trump yeah. came in pretty Trump
0: unbelievably was the only dude other than JFK but he came out with half a head. <laughs> Ooh,
2: <laughs> shots fired <laughs> literally. <laughs> oh,
0: CIA again. Oh, anyway, yeah, was, but seriously, Trump was the only dude that came out relatively untouched. Yeah. It, and he had the most stress of almost anybody outside of a wartime president. And being, right? and
2: being attacked. Yeah, that, that's what I
0: mean. Socially, he was attacked dude, more yeah. than any president was, probably in American history. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, unarguably. Everyone, all the time, for four years, constantly, day in, day out, four years. 365 times four, that was Trump's attacks, you know, right. from every organization. From and he still sides. got stuff done, except for year four, he was just battling Democrats and charges. Right. He couldn't but get anything One then. through three, he did all of that. Woo!
2: Those are the good days.
0: It's it's really crazy, you know. Actions speak louder than words for me, and his words were not always great. But at least he's speaking words, bumbling Biden. How <laughs> about <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 Sit on my lap. <laughs> so it, all the
0: boys at the all the little black kids used to rub my rub rub the water on my leg hairs, and they used to you know hairs used to stand up. They used to just rub it. They used to just call me uh, a Biden, just rubbing my leg hairs. I, I bounce kids up on my lap all the time. Sleepy Joe, like, What sit are you down. talking about, dude? <laughs> Sleepy you creep. What are you saying? Absolute creep. <laughs> Creepy Joe Biden, and then yeah. the worst children he's on the to planet. Sniffer he's always, Hunter know? Know? He's Biden. You know, yeah, look dude. at the children. That's a display of the parents. Yeah. Oh. Look at Trump's children. Look at Biden's children. That's all you gotta say. Look at the parenting and their character and personality, because it comes out. Biden.
2: Look at the Why Biden does he family. He sniffs everyone. He's, he sniffs everyone, dude. Hey there, how did you, do doing? you watch his opening address to the nation after he got elected? Yeah, yeah.
0: And, and then he whispers all the time. Oh, yeah. the Republicans didn't get you three billion. I did.
2: I did. That's what we did, and we're gonna. He's I the can't. new Herbert the pervert You're like dude. what
0: are you, what are you <laughs> like? Where's your paper boy Haven't seen around? Boy. Bring the good news. On him around <laughs> Bring the good news <laughs> Bring the good news <laughs> mm. Yeah he is, nice. He looks like him <laughs> And then out of all the problems we're having now uh, All the issues All the you know Corruption and stuff All the just bad stuff worldwide and domestically Abroad here we have The White House posted two days ago we got a new member of the White House. Please welcome our new cat. Took some pictures of a cat. Did it, you hear is, about the time when that Joe sweet? Biden
2: slipped on dog shit and fucked up his ankle? Yeah, he
0: broke his leg. from yeah, walking from his dog. Over. And My they're like, God. "Well, it was a, it was a, it was an injury." You know, he said, "What walking? He walked.
2: <laughs> he slipped and fell, and he can't get up." Did you see the video of him <laughs> taking
0: his mask off like a week ago and then giving it to the guy next to him and then just walking off mid? Mid conversation, <laughs> no. he takes his mask off of himself. He's like, "Here," gives it, and then he says bumbling lines, and then just walks away.
1: That's early signs of dementia. Early,
0: <laughs> uh you're deep in the game. Yeah, that's you're true. deep. You have in that the shit game. on the stairs. He was early in dementia in the mid two thousands. Man, he changed. Right. His decline has been so aggressive in ten years. It. He's a totally <laughs> different person. If you go look at old Joe Biden, he's he's aggressive and sharp he's right. an idiot but he's aggressive and sharp and you know speaking he's cognitive he's there the last 10 years he is gone completely completely gone he's not there at all he's just a <laughs> shell
2: <laughs> he ain't gonna last very long dude in the, no. the campaign no. man oh all right man.
0: guys check this out it's two hours and 50 minutes this is our longest one we got Dang! i'm hungry i haven't eaten today yeah, yeah oh, dude, say, i'm pretty I'm hungry
1: too. too yeah and uh, I did have a requested song from so old uh, Tubby right here. He's got it. I've got it all synced up.
0: We appreciate you guys listening to another Beer Bros be Campfire fun time. Today. Tyler, thanks for joining us. Appreciate you, here. buddy. Oh, we'll
1: yeah. see you uh, next Work Shift, right? When is that, Sunday? That's, yeah, Are Sunday. you going to actually show up on Sunday you no. like you didn't last week? Dude, Ooh.
2: I read the text message completely this time. So. Uh,
1: all right. We'll see you guys. Appreciate you guys listening. Yep.
0: Thanks. Angels
1: grab. Louis Armstrong in the lane. Got a bad bitch, give me better bend to Edda James. I'ma do my thing, man. Singing in the rain. I don't make claims, you can put it on my name.